wearing my birthday suit and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Oh shit, I'm eating freaking narco berries now. <laughs> <laughs> but I am not doing myself any favor. Quite a bit off more than I can chew here. There's a bad one in this bunch. You guys want me to teach you about mushrooms? I am so close to death. I've got a broken leg. The only way that you survive is uh, by being smarter than some of the other people. What the heck? It, what is digging holes in the ground? It's digging holes in the ground. <laughs> Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. By the way, this is explicit. So that last uh, soundbite there from Esme is very appropriate to what we are talking about tonight, which is Pixark. Pixark. Welcome, survivors, new and old, episode 7 of Rated Ark, the Pixark edition. Today is April 6, 2018. We are a CRR gaming group hosted podcast. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes at www.ratedark.com, and apply to, apply to join us in-game at www.crossrealmrebellion.com. And now we'd like to introduce ourselves. I am Cricket, and we got Esmeralda Sky. Hello! And Falloon. Hello. And the one and only Goon. Did we just rubber band? <laughs> Luminin. No. Luminin! I was talking with my mic muted. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, that's my thing. My big boy Blue. Howdy, howdy. And Melorio. No. Hi there. He's in the room. He's at work. He's, he's sitting in a... In a Send your condolences to Melorium.com. <laughs> we are doing an all Pixark episode, and to get us started, Blue is going to tell us what exactly Pixark is. Take it away, Blue. What is Pixark? Pixark describes itself on Steam as a vast, wild world filled with vicious dinosaurs, magical creatures, and endless adventures. To survive this mysterious land, you must tame creatures both ferocious and cuddly craft high-tech and magical tools, and build your own base out of cubes. With a robust character creator, an infinite number of voxel-based maps and procedurally generated quests, your Pixar adventure will be completely unique. Team up with friends to form a tribe, or play on your own. Spend your time building a towering fortress, or go on a quest in sprawling cavern. Fly on the back of a dragon and smite your enemies with magic wands, or ride a mighty T-Rex and blast your foes with a rocket launcher. In the world of Pixark, how you play is up to you, as long as you survive. If a loon is going to tell us what kind of specs we need to run this game. Okay, what do we need for specs? Okay, the minimum requires a 64-bit processor and operating system. The operating system is uh, Windows uh, 7, 8, and 10. 64, 64-bit versions. Our processor is the Intel Core i5. Um, 2400 AMD FX 8320 or better. Memory, 4GB of RAM. Graphics, uh, NVIDIA GTX 660, 2GB, or the AMD Radeon uh, HD 7870, 2GB or better. DirectX version 10. Network, broadband, and internet connection. 
the storage required on your hard drive would be uh, 15 gigabytes of available space. Uh, additional notes are requires broadband internet connection for multiplayer. All right. Now we're going to go into loot drop. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the shout outs we can't live without. Oh yeah, come on, yeah. Radar's talking to you. You're talking to us, yeah. Yeah, time for shout outs. All right. I got on Twitter today and I said, hey, if you've been playing Pixar, let us know what you think so far. So we got some feedback from Tim Barrett at hashtag 1658 said, loving it. But they could adjust the damage numbers a bit. I just hit level 50 and I still can't kill any carnivores. We feel you. We feel you. Um, Also, we... we um, kept the conversation going back and forth for a little bit on Twitter. And um, he also added in that He's on a private server with some friends, um, and uh, a lot of the server settings and buffs don't seem to take effect, like the XP gains, harvesting, and such. And about the only server setting that they've noticed working at the, is the time of day, but they haven't really fiddled with too much of the dino damage yet. And then he said he chalked up all of the lack of sliders to early access, and that they do rent their server like us through Nitrato, and that he, they learn their lesson. They rent their servers because, with their friends because they learn their lesson with ARC, and have only played on their own private servers ever since Scorched Earth came out. And um, so I think it sounds like they're right in line with our experiences. <laughs> so it also wanted to uh, share Dark on Veil at Dark on Veil on Twitter. Said, I've enjoyed it so far. I would like to see a dedicated server download on Steam, though. My biggest complaint is the movement feels horrible. Needs to be closer to Minecraft and jumping, moving ability. So I think I have heard a lot of people say stuff about the jumping. Just doesn't seem to be as smooth. So, but the game's only been out for a week. One other thing, I would just like to comment a little bit. Go ahead. Um, you know, I've I've not ever played Minecraft. So my experience is probably uh, maybe a little bit unique for to some. I think a lot of people in our gaming group have played Minecraft, so I'm feeling uh, a little bit noobish in some ways. But uh, to be able to look like straight down when you jump, like let's say you're standing on top of one block and you want to just go straight up, so if you jumped up and then planted the block right underneath your feet while you're in the air, it feels like it's hard to do. I don't know what the contrast is with uh, Minecraft and Pixar, but um, I don't know if that's what he's talking about or not. But I totally think being able to look straight down, because it's like when you jump, if you're not standing way out on the edge of the cube and you try to put another block under your feet that it's hard seems hard to do it seems to me like it's harder to do than it should be i don't know does that make any sense yeah are you feeling like the targeting of the actual block is the the clunky part or yeah because you know if you're standing right on top of the block be able to look straight down because you actually can't look straight down you're looking kind of at an angle i guess yeah and it just seems like it would be easier i don't know are you uh, feeling like, yeah, we should, because we can't place it right on our feet, but you're feeling like if we could jump at least as high as the block to be able to jump and then place, jump and then place, like it should be more fluid. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you, know, yeah, you, you know, can do it. It's just that I think because of the angle that you're looking, it's harder than it needs to be. Do you think oh. that's why they added those spring boots in too? Like, would that 
help with that, or does that just make it more clunky? That's what I was about to say. If you use the spring boots, it's really not an issue. Yeah, I'm using the spring boots, and I, I think you still got to stand on the edge okay. of the cube. Because right. it's like you're looking down at a 30-degree angle versus, you know, um, zero. So you're feeling like it needs to be a little bit more forgiving when it comes to... Um, the parameters of your where you are as a character versus where the actual block begins and ends, so that you have a little bit of a gray area to be able to exist um, in the same area while you're jumping up and placing it. I don't, I don't know if it's so much it. that I, I kind of like precision, but uh, so like for example, the next time you get in a game, just take your character and look straight down. You're probably looking at oh, the I do. next block over and not the block underneath you so being able to look like at the block underneath you i guess is what i'm saying would be would make things kind of nice okay it doesn't sound like you're the only one that feels like it's clunky though because i've also read on the forums where some people do feel this way as well as far as movement one of my biggest complaints uh, compare if you're comparing it to minecraft is with minecraft you can hold in uh is it the shift key uh when you're you know that makes you kind of crouch down, or maybe it's the alt key, and then you can't fall off the edge of a block when you're doing that, so it allows you to inch there to the edge of a block in order to try to, you know, put blocks, you know, next to it in order to make those bridges out or back up, so it makes you, makes it a lot easier to, to build out, you know, over a crevasse without having to worry about falling down, and I really miss that because it's yeah, so nice cool. to say, you know, I don't want to fall down this, you know, this five, this five block drop and crater. I want to be able to just you know work my way through here. So I hope they put that in with like they like Minecraft has, but we'll see. All right. I'm super glad we tested that on like a single block drop though. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna be moving into fresh from the forge, where Luminan's gonna share some patch notes. Fresh from the forge. <laughs> Uh, we or have Luminan's going to share some patch notes. We have the link in the show notes. Uh, Pixar update 4.6, which was for us today. Um, this is April 6th. This is version 1.7. It came out supposedly at 2 a.m. Pacific time. I did a little quotey fingers there, but you couldn't see them. <laughs> Dear Explorers, we're working on improving the gameplay experience based on feedback from the community. We are still working on lots of fixes and we'll be optimizing the experience overall. Hang tight. Uh, they have added German language settings. They said they need community improvement. Made stronger scrolls summon zombies, skeletons, and plague effects. So, spoiler alert, I didn't know that was a thing until just now. Thanks for spoiling <laughs> that for me. <laughs> Adjusted player versus player p- uh, peely, melee effectiveness. I added respawn options in the escape menu. And now see creature level via creature scan or scanner. The spring chitin shoes reduce fall damage now. Nice. Oh, cool. But what about this? I hope that means all the spring shoes. It just says chitin. Right. So it was probably supposed know. to be all of them, and then they kind of messed up chitin, so they just fixed it, maybe. I think, I, you know what? I don't know. I, it seems like there's times when I just get off my gargoyle and take damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it don't make sense. Well, you take damage from, I think it's like a three block or something fall. Like if you fall off a mount. It's like three blocks. Uh, so takes, you take damage. It's not consistent because I was building a, a this big trap for to trap an argent, and it's probably I I don't know t- 
10 or 12 blocks high, I could mm -hmm. literally just jump off of it and not take yep. damage. Yeah, it seems like I, if you fall uh, off a mount, you take much more damage, despite the yeah. height being much... Like, I died, I don't know how many times, from a three-block fall falling off my Pteranodon by lightning. And I am wearing spring shoes, and so I don't know if that has an effect on it or what. Maybe it does. Oh, and, no. and speaking of fall damage, though, if you are a Minecraft vet, one thing to beware about is, in Minecraft, if you fall into a four water deep or further, it doesn't matter how far far you fell, if it was four water deep or further, you didn't you didn't take any damage or die. That is not the case in this one. You you can crater. I think I I hit the ground and died in like a eight or you know nine deep block from falling from a far distance. Wow. Just uh, be careful. The water is not quite as slowing down as it is in Minecraft. Not so cushiony. They also uh, nerfed the smoke height from the smelters. So when you fire up that smelter, you can't like do smoke signals for like the entire map now. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was finding everybody. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. We need a mod. Classic smelter anyway. smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Luke. So, so, Go, Luke. so my pl my plan to put smelters along the entire bedrock and have the entire world green. <laughs> no Not going to work no anymore. Ah, darn. All right. So here's the things they have fixed. Uh, they resolved an issue with rocket launchers, damage value not being correct. Resolved an issue with wild mushrooms, damage value not being correct. Resolved issue with items not decaying properly in workstations. Resolved issues with item loss when dying on a mount. Resolved. Yeah, apparently that was a big thing. Like we had a lot of people in the Discord were like, "Oh, is that what happened?" And dang it, I knew. You know, I think there were like three three people that were like, "Yep." Resolved issues with industrial smelter placement, which I know Tuxedo had a screenshot. He's like, why? But why? Because <laughs> it wouldn't let him put it. He like built this big cranny for it. It was perfect. Wouldn't let him place it. Uh, resolved issue with Steam achievements. Oh boy, uh, that had. A, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of people in an uproar about that. About the Steam achievements, I today uh, a freaking Steam achievement popped saying that I survived my first storm or something stupid. I was like, I've been in storms before. I don't know what this is all about. I, I did. I did notice I got my. Hey, you tamed your first dino today. <laughs> I was like, congratulations. I've been in a storm before. I don't know what this is all about. Yeah, that makes sense now. Now it makes sense. I specifically remember you screaming as you fell off your mount. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who? I think we probably all have fallen off our mouth. <laughs> the only thing I've screamed about is the uh, character limit, but moving on. Resolve <laughs> issue with soil privilege marker <laughs> upper <not>. limits calculation. <laughs> so apparently there was an issue with the privilege markers upper Just limits. Being absolute dookie. Oh. It's, <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean, it's. Yeah, we'll I ran about it later. <laughs> You're like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> They resolved issue with spring chitin shoes unable to be created in the fabricator. Go figure. Resolved issue with characters being stuck in terrain sometimes. Resolved issue with the copper kettle unable to be used water tap with water tap with a with a water tap. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, yep, another spoiler. Resolved shining wand effect issues. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't hey, want to know. I you know. didn't know what was a thing. The copper, copper kettle, kettle being able to attach the water tap. I, I honestly thought that was meant to be that way. Well, now it, you could totally use it with a water tap. So that's cool to know. You don't have, right? You probably still have to go into uh, swimmable water, though. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to be we're not going to be going anywhere alone because they uh, shared a community event that started on April 5th. 
the Cricket is going to share with us. The Don't Explore Alone community event, April 5th. Hello, Explorers. Pixar released into early access this week with a bang. And we'd like to thank everyone for the massive support that we've gotten since then. Now that all of our explorers have been able to get out into the arc, we feel it's time for our very first Pixar community event. We'll be having these events regularly, and each event will have different requirements for participation. For this event, we're looking for explorers to show us the most daring adventure they've had with their closest portable friend. Submit a screenshot or GIF of your explorer in either a dangerous or scenic location with a shoulder tame that is either keeping you company or providing moral support. All submissions should be sent to pixarc.community at snailgamesusa.com. Please include your full server name, the region, and the number if you're on an official server, as well as a link to your Steam profile along with your submission. Submissions timeline. The community event will start today, Thursday, 4 or 5, April 5th, and go off until Friday, April 13th. Three winners will be chosen by the Pixar community team, and one winner will be chosen by the community. A community vote will be held on Steam on Monday, April 16th. All four winners will be announced on Tuesday, April 17th on Steam. Each winner will be provided an additional Pixar Steam game key. We're really excited to see all of these amazing locations and daring situations that each explorer has found themselves in recently. And additional questions or concerns about the event can be sent to the same submissions email posted above. Good luck, explorers, from the Pixar community team. That's cool. I know that I'm not even at the place right now in the game where I'm even thinking about taming a shoulder pet. So I thought um, you had a- maybe a head pet, my bunny, but that yeah. really wouldn't consider a shoulder pet, I guess. That's a shoulder pet. It's like a head. It's a head pet, right head on your pet. head. And and also the the fireflies a shoulder pet. Mm, that's oh, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. I I, I think. Those are some I, of the only ones that are there. The bunnies, the slimes, the... Well, you know, I still want to figure out the compies. killing all of your shoulder pets while you're <laughs> offline, you know, it, it kind of pisses on your brain. I think There's... I've lost all of my shoulder pets uh, with a dino with that stupid sauropod killing everything in our freaking base. When, yeah. There are, there are more shoulder pets. I, I was, uh, I was like throwing babies in everybody's base earlier yesterday. Oh, I missed the fun on that one. Yeah, I don't have that one either. Well, well they got those little ice things I, that <laughs> sometimes pop up. Yeah, and then those the compies. Cute. Yeah. I just can't all figure right. out how to tame a compy. Uh, Mr. Goon is going to tell us, going to get us started, because one cool thing I've, I've uh, found is that the crew at Pixark is actually getting their feet wet with all the creatures and they're sharing it on their steam pages and they're letting us get a little bit more acquainted with all the creatures we're going to be running into in arc so we have what they call the explorer's guide pixar creatures number one and number two we're going to start to share with you so goon is going to get us started on that maybe maybe goon is going to get us started. goon is going to get us started on that hey goon where are you goon hi Oh, hey there. You're in red, bud. You're in red. <laughs> oh, I'm used to my green. Oh, sorry. Flip a card. This is a whole entirely different um, section of the show where I just had to make a rainbow of colors. So you have red to get us started with the Explorer Guides. Explorer Guide. Pixar Creatures number one, March 16th. Hello, Explorers, and welcome to Explorer's Guide to Pixar Creatures number one. Let's take a look at some of the creatures we'll be facing in the world of Pixar. The dodo. The dodo can be found in novice prairies and in grasslands. These silly birds don't offer much in the form of defense or offense. It's almost as though they were designed 
beginners, explorers in mind. Uh, zombie. <laughs> Zombies would like nothing more than to feast on explorer brains. Fortunately, some basic weapons and armor will allow you to handle these foes. However, be warned, they can only be found in the dark forest zone, which harbors even more danger than just the undead. Raptor. Move over, lions. The raptor is the king of the jungle in Pixar. Raptors are fast, hard-hitting, and relentless. You had better hope you have a combination of ranged firepower and armor if you want to survive the attack by just one of these predators. And they shared an explorer guide, Pixar Creatures number two, this release today. It was on April 6th. And they said, hey, explorers, and welcome to Explorer's Guide to Pixar Creatures number two. Today, we're taking a look at some of the desert, the, the desert creatures, <laughs> the dessert and desert creatures you'll encounter in Pixar. And we're going to get started with the tarot bird. The, mm. I hate the damn tarot bird. The tarot bird is a fast, aggressive creature with a ferocious bite. You can try to run, but chances are you won't get very far. The terror bird's wings may not seem mighty, but it allows this bird of prey to leap longer distances than one might think. This makes the terror bird a good tame for scouting if you can capture one. The dung beetle. The mighty dung beetle are small but deadly. <laughs> Once they've noticed you, they will begin to use their circling tactic and then strike. They always come from behind. <laughs> oh, if, a <laughs> wow. if a dung beetle bites you too many times, your torpor will increase. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Standing ovation. <laughs> if, if it races too high, it will leave you in an unconscious state. Be careful. If you fight a dung beetle, these nasty bugs will alert nearby beetles, causing a swarm before you can react. Oh, no! Wee! They're, they're evil. I, I heard they were more and Pixar than they were in Ark, but now. So, yeah. so I, so I noticed that the the dung beetles that come out of the ruins do give you torpor, but the normal ones of the desert do not. Yet. Yeah. Okay, so um, Emperor Scorpion, like the terror bird, the Emperor Scorpion is an aggressive creature. They may not have the speed of a terror bird, but they are much harder to kill in combat. Watch out for their deadly pinchers and stinger. If hit too many times, you will be poisoned at, and your torpor will slowly increase, which will leave you in an unconscious state. The desert climate can be a super scorcher, so be sure to stay hydrated out there. Keep an eye out for more Explorer's Guide to Pixar articles. So one thing, like with the scorpion, I noticed like when we were playing on official and I was building that wall around our little base is because all of those dinos are so huge compared to us. You guys realize that? Like, you're looking yeah. up at a little mountain, yep. and the scorpion is just like a freaking bus. It's like <laughs> in the Sarko, it's like four freaking huge scorpions. It was just crazy. I'm like, we need walls, and we need walls now. We need now. platform saddles for those things. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. There's so many cool things, like in this one, because we can even put platform saddles on mantas, and the mantas are huge, yeah. and they have like glowing red eyes, and they're very evil looking. But my God, it's it's pretty cool. I just want to throw this out there: the trikes are hollow. They're don't hollow. Ask, don't ask why. I mean, they're hollow. But it's like a donut with no filling, hollow, or like. Oh uh, yeah, kind of like you could stand inside of them and never know. No one would ever know you're there. So it's a good PvP hiding option, right? <laughs> just kind of. Um, so kind of like the turtles. Yeah, Okey like, dokey. Well, you don't have to kill them. 
to well, you just hiding never mind. Inside animals. That's what I want to know. <laughs> we don't. Very disturbing. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> all right. Well, what we're going to be doing is going to be diving into all things Pix Arc, and we're going to be starting right now. <laughs> Crew's initial thoughts every time in our gaming group and on the forums, everybody says, Is it worth the $20? And or is it worth the $24.99 that it is normally when it's not on sale for $20? So, Faloon, what do you think? Is it worth the $20? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's the same, and I'll just use the same analogy that we always use, um, whether it be on the show or internally in, in our Discord or whatever. You know, you just compare that to, you know, what does it cost you to go out and see a two-hour movie? And then, you know, I think at the time that I did this, I had like uh, 86 hours in the game. So I divided out that way, and I spent about 50 cents for a couple hours. Crazy. So if that's what you're looking for, yeah, definitely worth it. I mean, I, I find myself drawn to this game that I was really kind of a little bit skeptical about, you know, listening to, even listening to some of the, the past episodes, I wanted to try it, but it was, I was so skeptical and now I just can't pry myself away from it. <laughs> Which is awesome, right? That you yeah, can, absolutely. that you yeah. have this other outlet to hop into and enjoy yourself. Awesome. What do you think, Mr. Luminin? What do you think, Mr. Luminin? Sorry, we were talking in the TeamSpeak <laughs> chat. I was distracted and gagging over here. I'm going to change your name My to bad. lag. I'm going to change your name to lag. <laughs> Amish lag is your new tag. Hmm, I kind of like it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Got a good flow. It does. Well, give us your flow. What do you think about the part, the price of uh, Pixar? And is it worth well, it? I mostly did this to kind of be like the devil's advocate because i figured everybody was gonna go yes and i was right <laughs> I, I literally think there was the, the word definitely was used at least three times <laughs> definitely definitely de- we're just being honest you know yeah. it's not like so, it's 47.99 it's yeah you know so it's it's minecraft arc and you know this is floon actually pointing this out dark and light and it kind of clicked when he said it they had a baby i don't know how it worked but three people had a baby or three games you've got the best of all three and the worst of all three. Uh, I think it's worth the promotional nineteen ninety nine, but maybe not the full twenty five dollars yet. You're ridiculous. Four ninety nine is your call in. Put like you're like I draw the line at four ninety nine. I mean, everybody has their line, you know. Well, that's five dollars. I draw the line at four ninety nine. So, how many Twizzlers will that five dollars buy? <laughs> Red vines. Uh, five that will get me three. Uh, and just almost think five of the number of hours we we can have fun with Luminant on Red Forty. That's yes. True. That's <laughs> true. Anyways, from a regular play perspective, it's pretty darn good. Uh, but for an admin or the server owner, it's it's a pain. And frankly, it's, we've had it's it's been a very uh, it's not like our current like arc setup. You fire up the server, though, really having to head off a popular server on in the gaming group right now. That's, you get yeah. a nice taste of why we're like have at it, Luminin. <laughs> Well, that's not that's not so much the problem. Like, I'm fine with that. It's just like they didn't do a very they did a very poor job setting this up for server owners. Like, that's how it always starts, though. That's how Ark started. It was they. It was not this bad. Yes, it was right out to 
You didn't start running an ARC server until like a year after the game were, like was out in development. You didn't do one right off the bat. Yeah, that's we, true, I guess. You didn't. Like, I'm telling you, uh, these servers, it's just like the game. They do not start... You're just spoiled when it comes to the ARC servers that you've ran. Because every game that you can run a server on, they always start with a bare minimum of options. They really do. And then as we... They get to get their ground, we get more options. That's just, it's just. Oh, it's not the it number of options I have the problem with. I the mean, there are things, things that. Work. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. why Why do I have a button I can type <laughs> in a different number here if it doesn't do anything? I don't know. I, I don't, but my but, goodness, that's. Well, so, so I think part of the, the admin issues with that might be because they, I think they kind of like copied and pasted a bunch of stuff from ARC. And so I think some of that stuff is kind of like legacy in there from that. Is my it guess. is. It seems Probably. like they went through and kind of cherry picked a little bit, but it doesn't make sense why it doesn't have an effect on the game. Like if I alt, you know, bump up the experience rate, you guys should automatically receive more I experience. I ran into this when we started our first Arc server. I had the same problems. I was making changes and they were not being baked. It was super frustrating. Yeah, and then something... people get irritated, and you're the middleman. You're like, I'm putting in the stuff, and then you're not getting the results. I've been there. I know exactly how you feel. Well, I haven't had anybody yeah. like angry at me. It's well, just like we've all been accustomed to it. But when you when we started the gaming group and we are really fired up on Ark and stuff, I, there was a lot of like uh, not people not understanding that our hands are tied. Like we can put in I and I changes or we can put in um, slider changes and, uh, and all that stuff. But if, it, if the actual website does not take it, we, there's right. nothing we can do. Well, it's not the website. I think it's the actual game. I don't know. Well, that's like arc to this day has admin commands that don't do anything. Yes. It's like, it's there, but it, Oh yeah. Like there's a, there's a command that you can change your player size. So you can make yourself like huge, like a mountain size doesn't work. It's been oh, there for that, for that works on console. My son does it all the time, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have experienced the bugs from that. You can shrink yourself down too small, and you fall through the dirt. <laughs> like, had that happen? <laughs> yeah, but you don't awesome. you don't actually change size. It's just like your hitbox does. Which but is this a pain. has been an early access game. Wouldn't they're they're copying stuff off the uh, official onto a private server and. They're worried about the official stuff, get everything done with there. I don't think they're really worried about your switches yet on the private servers. They're probably well, not. Because they don't use the switches on official. The switches that you're yeah, trying to change, that's a good they're point, not using yeah. them on official, so they're probably not using them for the private yet either. Yeah, that could be. Now, another big problem I have is actually, I'm certain it's with Nitrato. Like, there's these checkboxes for like PVE versus PvP. It's PvP automatically. You hit this little checkbox, it switches to PvE. I had to restart that server like seven times one day because yeah. that checkbox kept unchecking itself. Yes! Don't you remember that used to happen to us on ARC? Because they had three different boxes. And if you didn't have three random boxes all checked, PvP would be on. It was the weirdest thing. And re I don't know if you guys... Because remember when... I remember there was like friendly fire... Falloon up? That's uh -huh. because we had... It checked off. We had all of the boxes to be PVE, but then they added a third box, and we didn't have that box checked. Like, I remember because like, you, you, you had the yeah. box for PVP, PVE, yes. and then there was yeah. um, non-tribe member carry with a bird, yeah. and then there was friendly fire. Yeah, it was all three different versions that all resulted in PVP that you had to have all the... Yeah, I, I hear you. It's Yeah, they have sketchy. boiled it down. <laughs> yeah, they, but, yeah, they've like, changed why? it over time. And I didn't have to click on the box again. I just had to restart the server. It's like yeah. seven times before yeah. it stuck. 
Yeah, the baking process is ridiculous. Yeah, I guess, you know, we're starting with like a billows. You got to keep the billows pumping, otherwise the fire's not hot enough and you get better. <laughs> there you go. I hear you, man. I, I know what you're feeling. Cricket. I know what you're Cricket. feeling. Cricket. Cricket. All right. I guess you're it's the one talking. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I didn't know you were done. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't sure if he was done or not. So, uh, I, I, this game has just kept me sane this week. Uh, at work, it has just been a crazy busy work. I've been putting in, you know, over 10 hour days. Uh, and so being able to come home to a game that is simple and it doesn't take me 30 minutes to log into was just great. I mean, if I was, you know, still trying to sit there and, sp- and spend the time logging into like I was doing with Primitive Plus, you know, it would kind of drive me crazy because I've been getting home so late to begin with that I wouldn't want to, you know, waste all that, you know, waste all that time before I can actually do something and play around. And, uh, you know, I you know, came on and the game was very harsh to begin with. Uh, we're dying left and right to dinos, uh, you know, getting one shot by everything. And I think it was just our learning curve. We were so used to Ark that it has a slightly different play style to it. It's a much closer play style to um, Minecraft. And when I first, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I thought I pressed my mute button again. Can um, anybody hear so, him? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, uh, like with Minecraft, when I first started playing that, you know, I was dying left and right to creepers and all kinds of like that. Until you kind of learn the little tricks that you have to do and the little tactics you have to you have to do. It's it's different. So once I you know started thinking of thinking of the game as playing Minecraft instead of playing Ark, uh, the dino fights and stuff got a little easier and everything like that. So it's it's just been fun, um, and I can only imagine that they're going to be kind of stealing more stuff from Minecraft as it goes through because when Minecraft first came out, you know, it was nowhere near, you know, the functional game that it is now. Um, they've put, you know, put out many updates for it. Uh, one of them that I'm looking forward to, if they can do something like that was when Minecraft put out the redstone, uh, update where they put the circuits out there where you could, you could make all kinds of machines and, all kinds of things you could think of where you can have, you know, doors that open, all, you know, when you step on a, a switch plate and doors automatically open and close and you can have, you know, all these different things. And um, I'm hoping they put something kind of like that because they already, you know, they already have electricity. So it, you know, hopefully they'll put in some kind of switches and circuitry you can do, which would, would just be really neat. And they already have like the mine, mine carts and stuff as well, which I haven't played with, but um, I'm just looking forward to what else they add. Um, while I play through with figuring out what they already have, and yeah. that's it for me. I'm pumped if they add red like the redstone like they have in Minecraft. That would be amazing. Don't they have like electricity things? Yeah, like but they're shown in the the loading screen, I guess. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, but with the with the redstone, some of the stuff that, that allows you to do is they they added in um, comparators and they added in like you know and an ore circuits Peters, and pistons, yeah, all, all kinds and... all kinds of stuff that you know basically if you can create something on a breadboard with you know with electrical circuits you could you know, you can do it in in Minecraft you can you know you can have logic you know in your things where you know if you know if switch A and B are both turned on. It doesn't do anything, but if only one of them is turned on, it does something, and so you can make three-way circuits and all kinds of just neat stuff. Which, you know, the the double E portion of of me just gets geeky about. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. That's honestly what kept me in Minecraft for as long as it did. I don't know how many you know automatic doors and stuff I tried to create. So for me, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been 
having a lot of rough learning experiences as time has gone on. Um, I've had to rebuild my base about three different times now due to small little accidents that keep happening. Um, due to mechanics, it's super easy to restart, unlike normal arc. So I feel like it's it's definitely worth about 20 bucks. I've already definitely, definitely, definitely put in more <laughs> than $20 <laughs> worth of the game. Definitely uh, not my underwear. Definitely. <laughs> How about well, you, Goon? Well, it's, it's an, being an early access game, I have to say it was well worth the money. So it's, it's a lot further along than a than a lot of the early access games I've played before. I mean, it still glitches and things need balancing, but it's a blast to play. And it's, I just checked because right now, it's, it's, the sales no longer happening. It's, the price is back up to 24, I mean, 24.99 now. So the sale is done. Not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> That's five pounds of licorice. Yeah, and what, as you're saying, you know, pointing out, it, it is early access. It, you know, it's, it's going to, to grow and you know, even if you, you buy it now and you play it for a little bit and it's like, oh, it's pretty fun, but let you know, let it bake and just sit aside for a year and then come back to it and you'll have already paid for it and you just come back and play it. In all honesty, unless you guys or well, obviously you guys told me that it was early access, but unless you guys have told me it was early access, I would have never known. Like I, I felt like it was a pretty pretty well done out of the gate, I guess, from a buyer's perspective. I felt the same way. I honestly don't. Which that's a nice segue into the purple text. Oh, hey. Yeah, so I agree with Goon and Blue. I was really surprised with how playable the game actually is. Because I didn't think that I was actually going to like the black versions of the dinosaurs that I know and love in Ark. But I actually do. And there are so many new creatures and Pixar, in addition to some of our favorites, that it keeps everything really fresh and exciting because it seems like every time... I do venture out just to go get nosy. I see something that I never saw before, or I get eaten by something I never saw or, before. Or does it see you? Yeah, it's got or eaten the by something I've never been eaten before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get consumed. I get consumed. So I thought I already had that at twenty four ninety nine, and then somebody must have changed it because it was a twenty four ninety nine. So somebody changed my notes. Um, but yeah, and I ran into like one of those little people eating. Um, plants today and got killed and ate by a plant because it reminded me of the freaking Seymour plants on Little Shop of Horrors and I ran up and I was like <laughs> and it was like Miss that? Seymour? Yeah exactly and I'm like that's so cool you know so we're not used to that kind of stuff in ARC so I thought that was really neat so there are, there are actually a lot of meme plants in this game yeah, yeah, there really are, and I feel like that's what keeps you on your toes, you know? And yeah. that's the funny thing about this game is that it looks so friendly, but it's way more hardcore, I feel like, than Arcus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You kind of know what you're getting. The plants all somehow give you the three same, three or four same berries and arc. Here, these plants don't want you around. They don't like you. They don't want, they're not buying what you're selling, and they want you out of the joint. They want you out of there. <laughs> so I, I just think that's cool. I, I, it has such a friendly, cartoony vibe but i feel like it is more hardcore honestly um than arc at this point so have you, have you guys cool. been killed by the penis fly trap yet no but my my pegasus has a the, penis tail doesn't it the penis fly trap? yikes <laughs> yikes so, <laughs> All 
All right, so my favorite part of the game so far would be CRR members plus Minecraftian elements. Aww. Makes for a ton of fun. Uh, it's very surprising to me to see just how many of you people have never played Aww. Minecraft. In never. my opinion, Minecraft is to survival games what World of Warcraft is to MMOs. If you have, if you're playing survival games, Minecraft is kind of like I can't believe you've never played this because it was the original survival game, survival sandbox game, I should say. Uh, that's like you know, as I've heard you say several times, oh, you play all these different MMOs, but you've never played WoW. That's like yeah, everybody's it played WoW. My mind, like yeah. you just assume that everybody has at least played WoW before. Well, that's that's how I am with Minecraft. Like See, I just yeah. You guys kept saying, "Oh, I've never played." I'm like, "What? How, how have you not?" Like, like technically, I played for like 30 minutes, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm over that this." And then I logged out. You can barely yeah. dig a hole. That's why I said I don't <laughs> really count that I, I swam across a body of water being chased by green things, and I left. <laughs> Slimes. <laughs> like, this is kind of stupid. And then I left. I, I wasn't feeling it. I went back to Ark. <laughs> so. Now see, I left eight bits when I left the Atari. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this is 16-bit. They're bigger blocks. Voxels. <laughs> yeah. On the Unreal Engine, right? Mm, no. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't know. Is is Pixar on Unreal? Yeah, we've decided that it is because it's all labeled under Shooter Game, which was under the Unreal Engine Four. Uh, so that's how we decided that it was. And by we, I mean on our Crossroad Cast. So I'll look into it. Well, anyways, don't stop what you're doing, dude, and to look into it. Don't stop. Cricket, 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 cricket. That's all I had. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> cricket. Ah, ah! <laughs> That's you, man. That's you, Cricket. Cricket must be taking Did the cricket home. He, oh, no, <laughs> he I, must be taking the crickets to the pool. I, I, I was I was talking, and then I thought you guys were just being jerks and talking over me. Um, so. No. Fast tames and big bad dinos means don't get attached to your friends. The ta- you know, ta- I love that the tamings, you know, the tames don't take much time at all, and you know the fact that the dinos will kill your tames really quick. While it's annoying, it's not as bad because you can retame something else quickly. But I also just love the fact that they have structures that are kind of powered by dinos, or you they use the dinos. Um, I've only gotten a chance to use two of them, which one is the dodo pen where you can put up to four dodos inside of it, and then you just tell them to produce eggs, and they'll, as long as they're fed, they'll just keep producing eggs, and it collects them. Wow. Um, another is the Fiomia hut, where you can you put two Fiomias in there, and you just put thatch in there, and it automatically basically collects their poop and turns into fertilizer at a very fast rate. It's so, so it's really cool. cool. It's like I like it's that. modded. You know, it, it's like they took some of these really cool mods that are in Ark, and they were like, let's just bake it into the game. It's yeah. so cool. And then there's a thing called the Gigantopithecus Drawbridge. Um, I, I, when I was playing around for sciencing on single player earlier, I built one and dropped it down, but I didn't have any I didn't have any spawn codes for Gigantopithecuses to spawn them in, and I didn't feel like going and ch- chasing two of them down. But it looks like it's just a big drawbridge, and I guess you get two of them, and they'll work the levers, and they'll, you know, raise it and lower it. Is what I am the muscle. <laughs> so that just <laughs> so that just looks really cool. Um, and then there's also a raptor generator, 
which I'm assuming you'll put a Raptor in and it will run along a treadmill and generate electricity for you. Now that is just hilarious. I can't wait to have one of those. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait cool. to unlock that. Can, I was yeah, going to say, can we ask what level you are right now, Cricket? I am 66, or 67, I think. I think I'm only level 30. And the Raptor generator is level 80, which I believe is the highest level. For the love of biscuits. I think, I think Foe is the highest level on our server. He was 75. Yeah, he voodooed himself up there. Uh, don't don't taint foe. Accident. <laughs> well, no, he has a good story behind it. It, it. it was an accident. Um, oh, okay. The experience was it rates... an ass- accident because of your accident? No, no, <laughs> no. That one was not. No. <laughs> that that story will come later. But the experience okay. rates are lower, uh, lower requirements here than it is in, in Arc. So the same amount of experience you would would that would put you to one level in Arc is takes you to a much higher level in here. So he was just trying to get back to where he was and. It didn't take him there. Kind of overshot it. Yeah. Just a wee bit. Just a but little bit. As far as also comparing this to Minecraft, as I'm sure we'll do in a lot of our Pixar casts, uh, one of the best parts about it is the fact there's no creepers in this game. <laughs> For those that hadn't played Minecraft, those green things that you're running from is called a creeper. And when they get close to you, they, well, they're basically they're a walking stick of dynamite. Oh my goodness! When they get close to you, they start to hiss which means their fuse is, is lit, God. and after about three seconds, they explode, which means that any blocks within a, like a four that by sucks. four, by, like a four by four by four cube or something, yeah. are just completely blown away. So they will come by and they'll blow Ew. holes in, in the area around you, or if they're near your base, they'll blow holes in your base. Oh no. Um, you know, if you build wow. your base with hard enough structures, it will prevent them from blowing that up, but they'll still blow holes in all the dirt and grass around you, and just make a mess of things. So I don't think Esme oh, yeah. can handle those things because they actually <laughs> yeah, scare saying. the living piss Thank out of you. Because all you yeah. hear is a freaking like a that's sizzle. Why I was yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I never logged back in. Yeah, because they come out of nowhere. Um, uh, granted, they only you know, uh, oh no, the, the creepers will come out uh, during the day, um, but there are ways to kind of prevent them from getting near your base if you keep your light levels up and all that in, in Minecraft, but. We don't have to talk about that, but just no creepers means that our bases are going to be fairly intact, um, except from some other issues that might happen, which I'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> so that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> we so might not have creepers, but we have randos coming in. <laughs> we have crickets. I'm My mouth is full. I'm eating a Triscuit, so you're on your <laughs> So, so far for me, um, my favorite part of uh, Pixar has been the mining. It's been a blast. Um, it, it's definitely throwing me back to the Minecraft days. Uh, me and my wife used to have a lot of fun in Minecraft. Um, also, doing the little ruin runs have been pretty entertaining. I've only done the coyote one, but I know, Cricket, you've done quite a few. Yeah, you need to go into the pyramid. It's fun. Oh, man. Uh, Whenever I get rebuilt again, I feel you, maybe man. I'll get there. <laughs> we are rebuilding again, and I feel like that just put us off. Like, I won't be able to see that stuff, but at least we'll have some veterans. So right. I kind of feel like then I should go into the pyramid and remove all the, uh, all the help- like helpers that I feel like you just need to rebuild again and then give us some time. Well, there's probably a ton of different pyramids. I know, like, with the coyotes ruins, there is, like, 20 of them. There's well, the, not just one. Yeah, I mean, the pyramids are only going to be in the desert biome. And I've only seen the one, because uh, it's a pretty big structure. So there might be another one. But yeah, because I built some stuff in there, it will make it easier for anybody else to kind of follow you know, follow in there. 
So that's why yeah, I kind of feel like maybe I should go in there and just remove all that to make you guys get the full experience that I had. Yeah. We'll get there when we get there. We will, and we won't <laughs> tell you. We're not going to tell you if we're even close. That's Got to do is. it all as a group. That's that's what we yeah, need to do. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, taming in super, or taming is super <laughs> simple in uh, Pixar. Um, I can definitely say in one day I lost about four pterodons and quick, just as quick tamed four. So, four. It, oh, you child. I haven't I done like... any of the magic stuff yet, though. I heard those are a little bit more challenging, but it's still a lot easier than regular arc. And I feel like this is what they did. They're like, because do you guys remember when the game was, before it was launched, they were toting that they were only going to let you have a dino for three days, and then it was just going to magically, like, go back to the world, and, like, your your teams were going to last for three days. Yeah, yeah, right? And everybody was like, Rah! and they're like, okay, okay, okay. So now they just make all the all, all of our normal tames just like freaking squishy as shit. So they really only last three days. But that's because... <laughs> you know For I mean? three like, hours. Three like, hours, maybe. Yeah, I feel but, like it's, it's kind of sketchy. You know? <laughs> but isn't it still that way on uh, official and then on... No, I don't think so. Because I feel like they said that they, they retracted that. Like they weren't going to do that. Well, I thought because yeah, we were on a private server, Luminant turned that off. No, uh, they announced that they have de- they decided not to do that at all. Oh, so, right for them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, so, but now all of our you know basic dinos are pretty damn squishy. Yeah, you well, know, yeah. Which which is fine. I mean, whatever. I, yeah. I do like that they have many more of the uh, creatures are passive tames. A lot of the herbivores are passive tames instead of knockouts. I agree. It's, it's I just think kind that of is cool. You know, because it, it allows people to get the, the, the taming going right away because it's like, oh, I want a Fiomia. All, all I need is to grab some berries. And Unless I can get the a trike wanders into a Rex. Or, you know, or I want a trike and all I need to do is just get some berries and then make make the uh, the saddle. Um, and that being said, they also they do have level requirements for taming things, which is essentially the saddle, so you can't do like you did an arc where it's like, oh, I'm level 10 and I knocked out a, and I'm taming a Tranodon, I'm just going to, you know, trade for a saddle or get someone to purchase a set, you know, create, craft a saddle for me and ride around that early. Well, they I've only seen that it. level restraint on a couple dinos, like the Seropods. Um, I have not even tried a Rex. I'm not even going to attempt that one yet. But. I want to say the Trike had it. But uh, oh yeah, it did. You're right. It was like level uh, thirty five. Like level thirty. Yeah, basically it's the level yeah. of, it's the level of the saddle. So, so it's their the helpful dinos. It's their way of, <laughs> of making it where you need to be able to craft the saddle yourself. Yeah, because I know the pterodons, we can tame them pretty early without having the saddle. Oh yeah, you can tame any of them actually. Well, no. No, you yeah, you couldn't tr- tame right. a trike early on. Like uh, right, it's there's a level said. requirement. Yeah. Um, last but not least, um, I've really enjoyed the different options for trapping dinos. You're no longer restricted to the, uh, the different building structures. You can do holes in the ground, um, like Faloon did. Well, I guess it That's wasn't actually Falloon, was Tuxedo it was... Badger's idea that I robbed. Yeah, but you did a nice upgrade to it. And props <laughs> to Tux. It, it, it was fantastic. I was kind of oogling over the one that Faloon had, so... Sorry. Sorry, Tux. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what's been fun for me. How about uh, how about you, Faloon? Well, you know, I, I haven't really... I've never really played Minecraft before, so, like, a lot of my time has been spent, um, you know, putting my base together, and it's all been underground. 
And so one of the things like Goon did talked about early on, which, you know, our experience on uh, official from Jack Wagons, um, you know, we opened this server up to the public. So um, he, he's like, well, I encased my house and foundations and walls and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, geez, that's a super idea. So I started working on that. I mean, it took, and I have, you know, s several different levels and different sizes of rooms carved out. So it was, I spent uh, a couple of days just doing that part of it and trying to get used to that mechanic, I guess. I don't know. And I was kind of looking to see if maybe different levels had different grades of blocks, you know, like the gems and the uh, marble and the copper and the iron and things like that. I don't know that I've really figured anything out, but it's definitely something that... Um, I do know there's some... There's an architecture it. tab where you can do, like, bamboo structures, and I think later on, the higher level you get, there's marble, isn't there? But I, I think he, he means uh, the depth of the... Of the yeah, like where uh, it would yeah. be in the ground, you know? And from from what I kind of observed, like marble doesn't show up until deeper down, and I know like the the light and the dark gems, I didn't encounter them until I was pretty deep down when I was digging my mine down. So I think there's some degree of it, um, but I'm, I'm not sure if yeah. it's, but it's how harsh. It may like have yesterday, been I was uh, goofing around looking at different things, and I went to a cavern. Um, noticed that there was some kind of a zombie ruins down there under the ground. I thought that was pretty cool. And then I came out, and I was in, like, that autumn forest or whatever. I don't know what biome that is, but, you know, it's kind of an autumn theme. Golden. The one with all the argies and everything? Yeah. Golden. Is golden it the bamboo ground. forest with no, the, all the, 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 like, birch trees and argents and stuff? Well, uh, the bamboo. no bamboo yeah, there. Uh, our bamboo looks forest like, uh, is the mountain autumn, forest. It's, I guess. Yeah, it's called oh, the golden ground. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It has, yeah, I know what you're so talking about. So I was over there, and I came out over there, and I, and I seen some argies over there, so I thought, I'm going to go over there because, you know, I want to RG eventually just because. And um, so I'm going to go over there and see what I could do about, you know, where should I put a trap up, you know, kind of make that plan. And then when I got over there, uh, the marble is coming out of the ground right there. I'm like, wait a minute, what is that? And it's, it's just all over the place on the surface. Like right up on the top? Yeah, right up on the top because I was actually looking for... Uh, some to build crop plots. So you need like twenty marble or something like that to build a crop plot. So maybe it's the it's biome based in some of those cases too. I think so. Yeah, I think so some of that. Wonder, probably, like the cursed land, which is you know the, yeah. the place where all the the big nasties are. If that has, some, huh. maybe that has some interesting stuff in it. Well, I know with like Minecraft, the they had uh, resources set on depth. I wonder if they kind of added to that and made it depth plus the biome. Yeah. Different things. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. I like that. You know, having both of those elements. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been been doing. And uh, you know, after I got that kind of done, you know, now now I want to be out with the wild dinos. I'm going to be out there taming things and you know, running through the ruins to see how many times I can die, or whatever. But. Um, that that's my that's the next thing on my agenda to be out there in the world looking at things and exploring whatever else they've got set up. Pretty cool. So well, am I? Oh, goon, you are next, right? Yeah. See, it's in green. You can see Yay! it. <laughs> green for goon. Well, you know, well, taming and mining is a nice pastime for you guys. 
I have to say the best part I find most enjoyable is the fact that I can actually dig down or build up the ground. To me, yep. that's an awesome part of the game. That includes, I mean, you can spread the water around as you move dirt around. You can actually spread right. the water around. And another part that I like is that when you hit a dodo, they cry. They have <laughs> tears, tears coming out of their eyes looking at you. Yes. I haven't got that close. <laughs> oh, you you got to get first person view, hit them in the head, and watch them. Oh, my they goodness. They run away crying, tears flying out of their eyes. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's the small things. <clears throat> it's the little things in life. And Too crazy. Uh, the last thing that I, that I really enjoy that I'm so happy about is when you die, whatever's on your toolbar stays on your toolbar. You don't oh, lose it. Yeah, That's that awesome. is delicious. Yes, that is fantastic. So, Goon, I have a question for you. Uh-oh. What do you like better? Do you like better um, gathering materials in Ark or gathering materials in Pick Ark? Ark. I like it better in Ark. And why is that? Um, not as much of it. <laughs> Just to get to get a gem, you have to dig down forty feet to get a gem. You can't. <laughs> That it's is, fun. That it's fun, but it's it's way too much time just to find a gem. Well, as far as gems, I mean that. Yeah, I would, I would like iron. You know, I'd probably compare it to iron or, or something like that. Yeah, because like the gem gem spiders just drop a ridiculous amount of gems. Ridiculous. What? I haven't Literally found pin you to the ground. I haven't found those yet. I've just been going for what's that I've been in my area. I haven't even left my area yet. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, I, I found a cavern, but that's a different story. <laughs> for another day or another later on. For another segment. Yeah. All right. Well, what I love about the game so far is I love the customization of our characters. I think it's pretty cool that we get to kind of personalize. You can have like an eye patch or glasses or a pacifier or really creepy Princess Leia buns like Goon. Way better buck teeth. <laughs> I know, buck teeth. Like, you can do those little gummy buck teeth, like, things that, you know, it makes you look like you have real buck teeth, but they're little gummy buck teeth. It's really cool. I think it's cool. It's funny. It adds a nice spin to it. Like, all the stuff that's actually in the game with your hairstyles and your outfits. And the I just cool thought dude they did glasses. a really good job. Yeah, I just, I was really impressed by that. And I also love the fact that in this game, there are actually quests that, like, if you just feel like you want to go and try to do some quests, there's actually quests in the game and you get rewards for stuff. And I love that the maps are all different because they're procedurally generated. So if you hop on one server, it could be entirely different. It's not like we're always on because we come from Ark Survival Evolved. You're either on Ragnarok or you're on Aberration or you're on the island or you're on the center or you're on Scorched Earth or you're on a modded map. And, you know, but here everything is procedurally generated where, yeah, Ark offers that, but they also put the little small print that says, if you run this procedurally generated map, all of your your creations can just be, you know, disappear overnight because it's procedurally generated. Like it was like new technology that they just really haven't put their stamp of approval on yet where Pixar embraces it. And like, that's what they do. Like every map you go on is going to be different. 
So I think that's cool. And I love that this game um, can play on my laptop. That's not meant for gaming. So I like that. Granted, I run with all the graphics on low and things take a little longer to render. But hey, you know what? That's the price you pay when you're on wireless internet and you're like out in your yard or on the other side of the house. You know, you could still do that. And I, th- I think that's cool. And I love that there are already decorations and stuff we can do to add to our homes and our living area in the game. Like where right now in Ark, we have to do a, we have to rely on mods, and that really cuts out the entire part of console players. And I think that it's really cool that right at the base game and the vanilla version of Pixar, there are these opportunities. So you don't have a bunch of stuffiness. You can add rugs and and little things to make it cool. So that was cool. And I also have never played Minecraft, so I really love the mining and the building, and I love the water physics, and I love realizing that once you, like, open your mind, you're like, I can really build anything I want, you know? Once you get a decent pickaxe and an axe, and you just go to town, you can really make some really cool structures. I think that's really fun and I lo- and I kind of got trapped I was trying and my goal is to make like a w- underwater observatory like and I tried that on official and I got trapped for about 20 minutes inside of a block and I tried everything I could to like try to you know and I found the only thing that saved me was going inside a first person and cave view and trying to demo stuff around me and then that's eventually how I freed myself because I was trapped in a re- weird position where I wasn't underwater like the game didn't register me underwater because my lungs weren't you know, filling up with water, but yet, and I, yeah, I would have been there forever until I starved to death, honestly, and that would took a long time because I wasn't able to move or do anything, so the other thing that got me um, out of there was just being patient and trying different camera views to demolish stuff that I was working on, so I learned that the hard way. <laughs> when you mess with water and land, that's kind of a gray area. It gets a little sketchy at this point <laughs> where you can kind of get trapped, so be warned on that, but I think it's going to be neat when I can actually master keeping water at bay, but also making a barrier and setting up windows and stuff and being able to do like an underwater kind of a room. It's going to be really cool. Well, And now they have the the revive command, which essentially is yes. a suicide pill. Yeah, that I didn't. Yeah, that's all new because back last week that wasn't a thing. So I'm yeah, excited that, about that. that. Yeah, that just hit. I noticed that today. I was yeah. like, oh, revive. What's this deal? Yeah. Like, when I was awesome. science going single player, it's like, I died. I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's neat, yeah, isn't it's it? It's a nice suicide pill, so we don't have to eat poop and Sit die. Sit around and wait. Right. So that is exciting. And I love that if we want to tame something or run from something, I can just make a box out of dirt and get it done. I love that. I love that <laughs> you don't have like all these taming pens all over the server. You can literally just boop, 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 dig a hole, have something run after you and like fall into it or, you know, or just quickly make some sort of a trapping device and trap something. I think that's really cool. And I also love how some items we can... Um, I love how some items we can pick up, like if we put down a certain stuff, like um, like doors and stuff, like if we don't like how we don't like that quality of a door, we want to move the door, we don't have to demolish it, we can pick that up. So there's some stuff in the game that we don't have to demo right away that we can pick up. I think that's pretty handy too. So a lot of cool stuff that I love about the game so far. 
But what we're going to be moving into now that we have showered Pixar with our our yummy love fangirl and fanboy rays of sunshine, we're going to get a little real and we're going to talk about some things that we really are not feeling and we think maybe need some more TLC or hey, maybe even need to be removed. (laughs) So that's what we're going to be talking about now. All right, Luminan, what do you got for us? Too many characters, what the duck? No. And admin's command server settings are kind of a pain. That's about it. (laughs) Now, you are going to get out of this so scot-free. You need to elaborate because you are, someone might be listening that cares and they want to know how you feel about this. (sighs) I will use my words. (laughs) Use your words. Oh, I can't because there's too many characters, so it's just going to delete my message instead of sending it to chat, and then I have to retype it like six times yeah, because... what is that? That is it's so stupid. Like, why like, do they let you go through the, the whole thing? Yeah, typing out the like, whole hey. thing. No, sorry. And especially, I didn't even notice that I was doing it at first. I just assumed my, my stuff was going through, and you know, and people weren't responding. I was like, what? what's going on? And I'd look back at the back chat, and I'm like, my chat didn't go through what's going on because it pops up for literally like half a second that says too many characters. Yeah. It's like, do we even have Twitter, you know, Twitter number characters that we can put no. in there? It's <laughs> Twitter was 140. I think now it's 280. Yeah. But it's just like, are you crazy? And I'm eating that again, so I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I thought too. I was like, do these people not Twitter? What? Yeah, I had to take some several deep breaths like, it was like everything I tried to type, like oh, too many characters. I'm like, even Twitter is doing 280. Shut up, type what I'm saying. Yeah. Just send what I'm saying. And, and well, you know what? Well, you know this is serious because our Luminan doesn't swear. Never. And right? he did over this. So, yes, he did. Serious. It was impressive. But it wasn't a real one. It was yeah. like a text form, and it was abbreviated. So I'm not giving him a but full still, swear card. He still typed there. <laughs> yeah, that's, I definitely that's something. feel like. He done lost his mind at that point. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys know it or not, but I quit using the global chat. I started using, using server broadcast to talk to people. <laughs> I'm just I'm really, I, like, I was talking to Tuxedo in the, um, the other day. I was full on going through the server chat because I can type whatever I want in there as long as I want. <laughs> yeah. And just remember the first day on official, you were getting so angry. Yeah, because at least with, with ARC, it just stops your typing when you hit the, when you hit the limit. Yeah. So, Why? You know, like you can't, you, you can't, you know, get to the point where you try to put too many. You you realize it was just like enter what's going to go through. It's like six times in a row. It was like okay, how how what is the character limit? Like oh, you're over thirty characters. Too long. Like it just seems like it's it's ridiculously short. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I I yeah, I agree. So with Arc, the character limit was reasonable. With Pixar, it's like they're trying to force you to speak cave speak. They want it to be a one-liner on like a screen that's like a 900 pixel width. Or I, yeah, oh. I, it dumb. just it just gets under my skin. It was like one of the things because I like like somebody asks a question, I like to be very thorough with my answer. Well, I can't because then I have to be one of those people who sends like three words in a text and they send you like 40 texts in a row to get all the words out there. I hate that. I, 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 and the thing is, is I don't understand like in this day and age, like why they thought 160 characters was good and why also they didn't even think about putting in something to alert you. Even F. 
Yeah, make it's it stop. Game. Yeah, it's their game. At least let it put in what you had and then cut it off so you're not... It's a nice compromise, you know? Yeah, like you, you type it all out and it... what I did, yeah. Yeah, not like the whole thing vanishes. Now, now what, it's just what, a damn guessing game, you know? It's mm-hmm. not like you have a clicker and There's no counter. The, yeah. the last character doesn't turn red. It like, doesn't stop on. you. Nothing. Just, nope. It's like primitive oh. Twitter. So, Very primitive. Uh, I, I, I just tested and confused the hell out of Tuxedo. We can type <laughs> 63 characters. 63. What 63. is that? So stupid. 63. So it's not even 100. Why did I think it was 160? You could only I don't know. What, what, what 63 can make sense from a programming point of view because that's, you know, it's a multiple two and everything. So, it, but that's still. One. You said it's, 63? Yeah, because zero, 0 to 63 is. Oh, 64 characters. Is was that seven bit? I think. Yeah, but that's. I mean, come on, it, it, you guys were correct. It is built on Unreal Engine. Yeah, that's I, how I, I completely is. agree. But yeah, like, gosh darn it, it's it's just on an official, especially on PvP. I kind of get it. You want to limit the 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 trolls. You want to limit the blah. Fine, but you know what? It doesn't really help because now they have to send 40 messages instead of four. I, yeah, I there is weird. there is. Oh, and gosh. Have you guys ever been topped out on Ark Survival Evolved on messages, like on quick characters? Like, I don't know how many. Rarely. But I feel like I've never really, and, and I feel like it was a comfortable amount of text. So I don't know why they have taken so many aspects of Ark, obviously. Um, because it's so that? much better. What is that? What is because that? it's you the know? best of Ark and. But we all know that that's, that's dark not and light real. And like, that's. Minecraft. You know, but you see, this yeah. is this is my five dollars right here. This is why it's only worth nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> that's it right there. See that? Yeah, that's a little passive aggressive. You, um, you know, if I can say this as your friend, <laughs> like it's a little passive aggressive. No, me, but, um, no, no. <laughs> no, not you. But yeah, your face. <laughs> I, as a talkie, I can appreciate your your uh, torch carrying on this. So I'll jump to your side. It's not a torch. I'm like full on flamethrower here. Like just, just get out of my way. Yes, there you go. So many things can irritate you, but this one thing—that's the only thing I think I've ever really heard you complain about. So, yeah, I there's definitely some validity there. Oh, I run up against it all the time. I gotta agree, you know, because I feel comfortable with what I'm used to in Ark. I've don't think I've ever run up against the limit. And I feel that thing like that. Yeah, it, I agree. It's rare that you do an arc. Like I, they've copied so much other stuff. Like it's even the same design. Like the chat box is the same size. It's in the same location. The font is all the same. The coloring of the fonts the same. Why didn't they just copy the amount of characters you could use? It's not like they had to build it from the ground up. It, yeah, my hands are up right now. Like I'm, I'm talking with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, it's not like there's a lot of like, um, com- like complaining in Ark. It's like, oh, so many people were up in, you know, in arms on Reddit over the amount of characters allowed in Ark Survival Evolved. So yeah, you need to cut that back. Arc, we need, you know, that's one yeah. of the first things we're gonna do is just roll that shit back. We're gonna Walmart nerf it out of that. You know. No. Oh my God, the character limit is still too high. Still too high. Take it down. <laughs> We want people grunting, grunting. <laughs> yes, primitive speech. We're going, you know, yeah. it's like text talk, but like primitive. So exactly. two character, so like weird. Ugh. But you so know, now that I think about it, maybe it's a language thing. 
I don't know. Box box. It's totally a box box thing. Well, really though, it's a Chinese language. Their their characters. How many characters do they have? Well, who shared that weirdo? No, that was a Japanese video, right? That was Japanese. I don't know. That that weird video we all had to watch in our Discord. About that chewy long candy. Oh. <laughs> long, long like, man. Yeah, I'm like, I guess I can see, like, long man. We Definitely a call me maybe. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, but yeah, I guess maybe it is. Maybe it is just, you know, some, because we're very wordy in our culture. You know, we need as many it's characters as possible. Maybe it's just that. Well, I, I mean, their characters take up less room, is what I'm saying. Like, the actual, like, lettering or, or symbols that they use, it's, yeah. they're very specific. So they, they type, like, a four-word, they type, like, 20 characters, but it converts yeah. it down to four characters because right. it's a very specific, so it doesn't take up as much room. So maybe yeah. that wasn't an issue they ran into and they didn't but notice. Hey, it makes you wonder, because this is Snail Games, and they are the, what, parent company of Wildcard Studios or whatever. And it kind makes of. you wonder, like, how much collaboration is not happening or is happening, you know? Right. Or is just yeah. assumed. Yeah. It makes I you wonder. I feel like it's not happening. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Like I thought that when I when I started seeing, like, I, I mentioned this earlier this week when I started seeing Wildcard Chris. Like, wouldn't you think that when you had, like, another ARC franchise-ish, like, pop out... You would at least stream some of that, but dude was just streaming Far Cry Five. It yeah. just seemed very weird to me that a uh, wild card, a known wild card employee on Twitter, was streaming all week long Far Cry Five during the release of <laughs> Arc Park. That just sat with me weird. You know what I mean? Because we've all worked for companies, and we've all, you know, you would think that like you're working for a company, champion for least, it. Yeah, champion it. Well, there was, it was a, to me, a middle finger like, ah, hey, Ark Park, you know, they have freaking Slipgator um, running their stuff and QQing on the forums, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. But, you know, they have Dude playing their game, and apparently it's almost like he doesn't really want to, but he is, because, like, he seems very whiny about it, and it's only, like, in the first week, and I'm like, whoa, how does that happen? They still but haven't their fixed old it. Wild card Chris is not even playing the game at all. But then I thought, well, he was the dude that said he'd never played Ark Survival Evolved without admin commands last year. So I thought, well, maybe he's just not a, you know, maybe he's just not his thing. He just works for a company but doesn't use the product. I don't know. Right. It was just Well, weird. I mean, I understand that. I can almost understand the Ark Park because the VR equipment's expensive and I don't see them as a company budgeting that out for him to do. Right. Oh, look, I'm you know, streams for it. But freaking uh, Pixar, you know? Yeah, Pixar is, is, yeah, that that one, that's kind of, but again, weird to me. that kind of points to the collaboration, that their studio Thank is like you. next to nothing, they probably just gave, literally signed contracts for the use of their makes me materials. Makes well. Yeah. Mm, that makes yeah. sense. Like a sellout in that way, like, let's just expand in that direction, you know? And we, they couldn't mm -hmm. do it all on their own because we've talked before about how they seem to be a little, you know, thin on the whole people process. You know, like, it doesn't seem to be as many people running the show as you would think. So they do outsource a lot. You know, they have their, their mod program. Right. And, you know, they outsource a lot of that content. It helps... You know, give us some breadcrumbs, you know, with the free maps and stuff, 
stuff like mm-hmm. that to keep us satiated. But at the end of the day, yeah, it, it, it actions speak louder than words. And that's what I picked up on when Wildcard Chris is just hit in Far Cry 5 hardcore. I thought that's really interesting. That's telling. He has not even streamed Pixar or nothing. He did throw a bone to Ark Survival Evolved. He was like, well, I'm going to do a stream to teach you guys how to take amazing screenshots in Ark Survival Evolved. You know what I mean? Because that's like his part of the mm-hmm. forest of Ark is the whole videography and the, the right. videos and yeah. stuff. He threw a little bone out there, you know, but all week long it's rocking out hard for Cry 5 and I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was re- actions speak louder than words. Yeah, but there's a lot that could tie into that. It's the stuff we've mentioned, and it's something you think about. It's something he sees and works on like every week, week after week after week. So maybe he's just kind of burned out on it. It's like, oh, but look, he's another... not, he doesn't stream it every week, every week, every week. You know what I know, I mean? but he yeah. like the the content, seeing it and reading about it. Like he's so he's steeped in it for so long, kind of thing. Like there's no escaping it while he's at work. So when he gets home, does he really want to? jump back in and start well, i get what you're saying he totally ought to be able to stream whatever the heck he wants you know yeah. yeah but on the flip side it's not like he streams while he's at work he's the video dude it's not like he has he's not the, well, no the I, I mean i'm not yeah. talking like streaming or even playing or it's just manager he's you know he has those. to see and hear about and talk about the same stuff yeah. while he's at work yeah. you know you kind of like don't like want that to. old adage you know a mechanics car never runs yeah Absolutely. You don't want to take your work home kind of a thing, but then it's almost like, would you have a different Twitter or would you have a different stream? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Because then all of his stream, you can tell because when he streams out Far Cry 5, it's like two or three people like his tweets, you know? (laughs) He doesn't have like a lot of... And then you get 40 comments, server blah 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 is not working. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Server 4 went off for two hours. Still. Yeah. Yes. But no bones. No bones. I just thought it was an interesting thing. I still think it's interesting. I'm not buying that he doesn't want to take his work home. I just think it's interesting. Cricket. 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 <laughs> cricket. Cricket. So <laughs> I wish that we could move water blocks. Um, you I did think that'd be cool. And Minecraft, yeah. you could do it. You could make buckets, and you could basically you could pick up water in a bucket, and then you could take it, and you would put the water down, and it would be a new water block and so you could put the water where you wanted it um partially that was really important there because in order to grow crops it had to be next to water um here we have our 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 taps that we can do so you know i guess it's not as important but still it'd be nice to be able to you know build the exact water feature that we want to go into our into our base um especially because you can have like waterfalls and stuff like that with it if you know you can build up a, a fountain and you, you put a water block on the top and you kind of have the waterfalls coming down to make the fountain and all that so it was just re- really nice um i'm seeing a comment by doing that you can spawn water blocks in if you're an admin but you know the, the normal person can't can't do that unfortunately um but uh, think yeah. of all the cool bases and landscapes you could do you could make with with that you know the ponds and like you said waterfalls you know, yeah really yeah because cool. I, I had made a, a couple fountains like that where you, you make a big you know a big circular type thing and then you have you know a built-in like a pyramid type thing and you've dropped the water on, on the top and the way the water physics you know goes down it creates that that fountain feature and all that so it's it was it was neat um so i hope that they give us the abilities to use buckets uh, for that and with the same thing you could also pick up lava and move lava in uh 
in Minecraft, which you could use it to troll because if people had like wooden buildings, you could drop lava on their buildings and it would burn them down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you could also make traps with lava because you could have switch plates where it would open up a trap door and if there's a lava block above that and you know, then they, they step on it and they get hit by lava. So you could do some neat things like that as well. Uh, not only to protect your base, but also if you wanted to go through and make some type of community, you know, dungeon labyrinth challenge arena. Oh yeah. You, know, you can do so like that because that's what a lot of people did. They would make these challenge arenas and, you know, oh, you know, you go through the right door and you're fine. You go through the wrong door and you get lava in the face. So cool. I, I hope they, I hope they put the ability to do those things in, um, as well as you were, you were able to make, uh, basically unlimited water blocks. If you had the way they, that their coding was is if you had, uh, the basic three blocks in a row and the left and the right one were both regular water blocks. If you grab the water out of the center, they would flow back in there and it would make it a full water block instead of, you know, right now, if you start digging away from water after it hits like six blocks, then it trails away. But so you could, you could make as much water as you wanted. You, you know, you couldn't drain the ocean unless you really want it, unless you, you definitely try to do it. So that was, that was neat. So they're, they're together, so hopefully they, they put all that in there. And I think Blue agrees with me. So, yeah, I, I agree with Quick Cricket on the water thing. It, it's super annoying. Um, when you go to make, like, a, a block of clay, because you need clay for certain things, um, you throw it into, a, like, a water pond or something, and when you pick it back up, that voided space becomes this, like, weird mesh. And it's obvious that the water physics were trying to fill in that space, but since it wasn't a um, an actual water block, it just kind of dips in, so it looks a little weird. Um, so it kind of messes up that pool of water for you. Yeah. Um, another thing I wish they would change is probably the dino balancing. It's a big one. I've lost a lot of times to certain things that I personally felt should not have been able to kill me. Um, for instance, I borrowed Faloon's beautiful 100-and-something uh, Spirit Wolf on the official server. <laughs> Went to go attack a level 5 Seropod, a.k.a. Bronto. And it destroyed the Spirit Wolf. Like, it wasn't instant, but the Spirit Wolf couldn't do nothing to this Bronto, and it was ridiculous. So Yeah, that... That damage is is weird. I was just looking at uh, um, I took my Shadow Panther out just a little bit ago, and the normal hits are hitting for eighty, and then the critical hits—that's all I can call them. I don't know what they're calling them, but apparently it's a critical hit of some sort. We're hitting for two forty, and it seems like well, and then the wild dinos have the same thing, but it feels like the crit chance for wild dinos is a lot higher than it is for well maybe not a lot higher but definitely higher for the wild ones than it is the uh, tame ones yeah it's it's definitely very unbalanced alright so to interrupt I did hop in and uh, I, I did some googling you can spawn in water blocks there are two two types of water blocks one is unusable you can't literally can do nothing and then there's another one that you can place. Same with lava and apparently some other stuff. Why are there two item IDs for one thing and one works and one doesn't? I don't know. I've noticed a few test, you know, test IDs and stuff when I looked at the list and uh, some other things. Uh, it could be. That's so weird, though. 
I just tested it. It works. It does work if you do that. Huh. What's the item ID for water? 603. And then lava is 604. So be very careful when you... <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting a drink of lava is a little bit... <laughs> scald so, you a little. So does it put a water block in your inventory and then you can place it down? Yes, or your hot bar if you have an open spot. Same okay, with lava. That's what, that's what I assumed it would do. Now, the difference is, is a, a water block cannot be used or placed. A water cube can be. <laughs> so if so, if you have a, a link to, to where you found those item IDs, put it up on the show notes, because I'm just looking now at the link that I have for item IDs, and I just realized that basically from item number 601 to item 753 is not listed on this list. That's why I didn't see that stuff before. Um, so I agree. I'm looking at the same list. I had to, I just went through the Steam forms. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I see that there's 150 item IDs missing in this in this list. Yeah. Uh, it looks like survival servers have a pretty good thing for the admin commands. I'm going to see if they have the uh, item IDs. Okay. But I don't know what for. All right. So who who's next? Green text. Goonie. Yeah, it, stuff that I think needs a little TLCs. I'd like to be a little tougher. I am so squishy in the game. I don't, <laughs> and I'd like to be able to unclaim dinos. That is not in the game at all. Mm. I think those are very valid desires, Goon, because I feel like we are really kind of squishy, too. You know, I guess it depends, because we're not squishy against Fiomias or anything, but man, those raptors can kick our ass hardcore. Yeah. And so Even a Fioma can kick you when you first start up. Uh, it's nuts. Yeah. We st- and, definitely seem squishy. And so, so even with armor, like I mean, I've been collecting armor as I've been going through these uh, these dungeon runs, and I've got you know steel bone armor, which is armor you have to be like level seventy to make. And I'm still getting my ass kicked when you know when I'm I'm alone. It's not as bad uh, because I have a weapon, so I can usually kill the smaller things. But I mean, I'm not going to try taking on a you know a Rex or a Carno because. Even though my dinos, you know, the, the carnos are, are you know, I haven't messed with them since we've had damage numbers t- turned on. But there'd be times when I have my gargoyle who's got, you know, 1,200 hit points. And he can't go toe-to-toe with the carno without having to, to run away and, and heal up. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised about. And uh, But yeah, so I did a little faux sciencing on, uh, on the, the single player for armor. And I spawned in some ascendant uh, steel bone armor that gave me, like, 200 something uh, armor value which right now my character who you know who has the stuff that I've collected only has um, uh, 55 armor so you know granted that's a lot higher than I had here and it was reducing damage down to a third so something that was hitting me for 15 went down to five um, but but in that one like I said that was with ascendant of like the highest level armor and so yeah it's definitely you we are squishy in this game but you know you don't lose all that much i mean there's stuff that you have in your inventory drops that you, you have yeah. to reclaim i think that's nice but you know as you know as was said earlier when you spawn back you have your armor still and you have all of your weapons that was in your hot bar right so and i think much that, easier yeah, that, to recover yeah that definitely makes dying to a lot of stuff easier when you're not constantly losing all of your stuff oh and no durability no durability is nice <laughs> except it's, on stuff like the lightning cap and the you shields you do find people though still complaining for some reason on the forums about not losing all of your stuff when you die and i'm like shut up it, yeah i've seen some posts where it was like 
well, it'd be really nice to have durability. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> if, if you want to lose yourself when you die, then when you die, you Just unequip your armor. stuff. Well, 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 or, or make it, you know, unequip your armor, unequip your hotbar until you, you collect your your body back. And yeah, then equip like, it again. If you want to do you that, have the same experience if, if you want that. But the rest of yeah. us are happy with you know, the fact that I was far away. And do I really care about this other side of my inventory you know, to try to get back there? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, you guys remember how long it took Foe to find some copper? Yeah. The copper where we are right now is not, uh, yeah. It's like everything. It takes forever to find it, but then you start swimming it. Agreed. All right, Faloon, what do you think needs a little bit more TLC or be removed from the game? Well, I'm probably, this is probably the biggest complaint, uh, and this just kind of supports what Goon is saying, you know, but when I was leveling up, and, I, and it's like, okay, so what, should I just level up my stats like you do an arc, or what should I do? And that's kind of the way I approached it. Uh, but in the end, it felt like, you know, when I was leveling up me- my melee stat, it just felt like, I don't know, however that gets translated into the game, it's underrepresented. So, I mean, it just seems feels like I, I don't harvest anymore, I don't kill the dinos any faster. It just feels like it's really an unimportant stat. Um, I don't know. I, that, and then, so that that just makes it all that much worse when you're squishy. So, it, you, yeah. you can't even be a glass cannon. You know, I don't know. It, it's just. And we they cannot, need to do something with that. We, we're, we cannot be a glass cannon, and we also cannot be fast. We cannot be a fast glass cannon. We can't yeah. even add points into our speed right now, because it's not even exactly. an option. And, uh, and also, I guess, a complaint that I have is there's no mind wipe potions or mind wipe brews yet. Wow, I, yeah. Or at least not, not that I've seen. I'm not sure if there's really any craft craftful stuff except the, the engrams that you actually learn. Uh, I had tried making uh, kibbles, and that didn't work. I haven't exactly tried to make you know some of the you know enduro stews and all that stuff that we had in an arc but based upon the stuff that you can and cannot put into the cooking pot uh the re- if they have them the recipes are different but what i was thinking is when i get to a point where i really want to mind wipe because i mean i do kind of want to mind wipe right now but it's not not a, a huge a huge deal I, yeah i've wasted yeah, i feel like i kind of wasted some points in crafting speed because i was kind of hoping that we were going to have blueprints uh, for better weapons and stuff that I, the crafting efficiency would make it better, like an arc, um, but I don't know that you that they actually drop better craft, you know, uh, like journeyman, you know, hatchets or anything like that, uh, recipes, uh, because I don't even know how you would use those, um, because right now the only recipe, you know, the only blueprints you get is for the kind of uh, neat-looking structures and when you get those blueprints, you use them, and then you learn the engram. So you don't actually like put it into a crafting th- station. So I don't know how you'd even use like a journeyman hatchet blueprint if if they do drop. So I want to get those, you know, those uh, however many points it was I put in a crafting speed back, and that'd be be nice. And that's what I got. So what I might do when I I get high enough is just, might just you know kill this character, create a new one, and then just. You know, admin command myself to the amount of experience that I had um, as a as a mind wipe potion, and since there's no, uh, there doesn't seem to be any dino breeding. Uh, they, I didn't see anything when I when I tried to breed two pteranodons, um, so there's no imprints, um, so I won't lose that. 
as long as I get back to the tribe, I shouldn't lose any of that. Um, I think anything that, you know, I don't think I'll lose anything at this point if I would recreate a new character. So that will be my mind wipe. And you added a little bit more, Mr. Falloon? Yeah, I I kind of covered it a little bit, I think, when Blue was, or somebody was talking. Um, but, you know, the now that we can see, our, our, now that our damage numbers are turned on, on on our server, you know, you can see the differences. And it just feels like the crit chance is higher for wild dinos versus our tame dinos. And you said um, that that was something similar that was in Dark and Light, right? Yeah, it, it, it the, to me the, this game plays a lot like Dark and Light, and uh, but it has arc elements to it more so than Dark and Light. So okay. I mean the, the taming, for example. You know, I mean the the dinos obviously are arc dinos. The way that you tame them is obviously an arc thing. You know, the sleepy arrows is obviously an arc thing. Um. You know, we don't have magic sleepy arrows, but right. that's just kind of the blending of the two, I think. Uh-huh. So, because the dark and light taming, they had hook arrows, where it was an interesting taming mechanic where you'd shoot them and then plant the hook in the ground, and then the moment the tether broke, uh, they would gain constitution, which would be Ark's torpor. So, it's, it's just, uh, you know, I think I lost my train of thought, but... Um, it just feels like it plays a lot like dark and light. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about like how the wild dinos still seem to pack a punch compared to the tamed ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. the early days of uh, dark and light, you know, it was like, um, man, if you could get a panther tamed, you were just like king of the map. Um, but it was getting one tamed. It was hard because, again, you're squishy. Uh, and they would just like one shot you or two shot you and depending on their level um, same thing with tames uh, you know I, I had tamed a, a unicorn and I literally kept it locked up because I didn't want some jack wagon panther uh-huh. come over and just look cross eyed at it and kill it right. you know, just the tame the taming on the, the, the unicorns on dark and light was it just seemed like it took forever. Uh-huh. So. All right. Well, I'm right after you, Faloon. And uh, one of the things that I feel like needs to have some TLC or or uh, to be removed is the toxic trolling that can be done on PvE. I think it's utterly ridiculous. I think we can all agree. Um, we all started our game on official. And we all learned really quickly that even on official PvE... You can be a, a very large douche to anyone. There, I just feel like you should not be able to put foundations inside of, on top of someone else's stuff, or like like six blocks away. I just, I hate that. I feel like they're just stepping on themselves. They're like they're getting in the way of themselves. You know, you make a great game, you make a fun game, and then you put something in the game that makes it not great and not fun, and it doesn't add up in my book. I'm like, why would you do that? It doesn't. It has no place. And um, their answer is, oh, use the soil marking system that they added. And they added the soil marking system on freaking March 29th. It is April 7th. 
Like, it had just been added in on March 29th. Like, it's nothing like it's, oh, this is something they've had from the very beginning when Arc Pixar decided to come out. No, this is, it was, it was uh, announced on March 29th on their uh, Pixar uh, news and said, in Pixar, we've introduced the brand new soil privilege marker. Let's take a look at what it does and how you can use it. <laughs> and, and so you're saying that? I'm just looking at it right now. So dumb. And so there's there's three of them. There's a level one, a yeah. level two, and a level two. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh, yeah. the, those. Interesting. The, the, interesting. The, the one, the one, at, yeah, the one at level thirty-five says soil privilege marker level two. The one at level fifty-five says soil privilege marker level two. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hackers. And so this is the weird thing. So the soil privilege marker is a way to stake your claim on a pioneering server. And that's their word for PVE. It was what Fury for PvP and a pioneering server is PvE. By placing a marker, you can create a zone where other players cannot place their own blocks. What? So You know, the- when I uh, first... <laughs> my character first spawned into the uh-huh. official server um i get down i see this dodo i'm like i'm gonna go kill that because i want some meat so i go kill it and i get some meat out of it and okay i need a campfire i build a campfire put the campfire up put the dodo meat in there i see another dodo i turn around to go run it some jack wagon comes over opens my campfire up steals the meat and the wood out of it and leaves yes i'm like and- really <laughs> and, and, that, exactly. and then that reminds me that a pioneering server fell. It's pi- <laughs> it's player versus environment. That's what PVE is. I right. don't think that other player was environment, unless it was a shrub <laughs> stealing meat from your campfire. That shouldn't be a thing. You should. I know. Should and, be a thing. and so that actually reminds me that nobody put about about it anywhere that I saw in our show notes. The fact Tuck that in your shit. The fact right? that when you drop a box down. It defaults to unlocked. Yes, we it should just we, be locked. they fixed that issue like two and a half years ago in Arc. Yes, to make it where you drop it down and it defaults to locked. Yeah, exactly. that, that's called fixed. <laughs> yes, that's called fixed. That's called fixed. So just yeah, heads up if you're playing Pixark and you drop your stuff on any server, really Fury or Pioneering, you have to pin your shit because people just get up in your business and take it. And apparently nobody knows that because nobody knows that. <laughs> you didn't know it, and then it, everybody in global they didn't know it. You know, it's just it's weird. It's like come on, if you're gonna have Pioneering and Fury, make it what it is: PVE and PVP. You know? Yeah, because that whole you know, it not being locked by default is, is very what PvP. started the entire story that I'm going to bring exactly. up Exactly. Maybe so, that's one of those things that got lost in translation between uh, yes. uh, Wildcard and Snail. Yes, games. exactly. So you can learn what they call a soil privilege marker at level 15 with upgraded versions learned at 35 and 55. These upgrades increase the size of your claimed land. So pretty much until you're level 15, you are shit out of luck. You cannot build a place to call your own without some jack wagon coming up in your business and, and messing it up. Like you, so which really strike, strikes me as a WTF moment because if you want people to 
word of mouth, spread your game, share your game, buy your game. Why are you making the first 15 levels of your game ridiculous? Like, don't you think that you shouldn't let people be trolled to the point that they don't want to play your stupid game? Like, why are you making the line of demarcation (laughs) so ridiculous? Like, you got to grind out to level 15 to then stake your claim. And they don't really even make it that known. They don't, like in the tutorial... Which is cool. We forgot to add that. This game actually has a tutorial where Ark did not and pretty much still does not. And this game does. It has like a walkthrough. Hit this button. This does this. Hit this button. This does this. You should do this. This is this. Like it's really kind of cool. Um, but what they don't say is like you, you know, this is very important and sorry about your luck. Make a really, make a crap shack for until you're level 15 and then invest in your area, you know, because you can't even protect your land until 15. I don't understand. It just seems yeah. like it's bad marketing for me. Yeah, because well, that whole thing yeah. that now, now I think about it. So, you know, the way that they have the biome set up is all the rally points are nice, safe biomes. You know, there's With, not, no, there, 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 there's let's no, be honest. there's a freaking ghost dragon that haunts the shit out of the starting zones. <laughs> well, let's be honest. It, because I haven't seen a proce- ghost dragon in the higher zones. That They're depends all on the procedure generated. That depends on the procedure generated area. What's <laughs> Two next to it. servers I've been on have uh, how, had those damn ghost dragons. <laughs> in the but, but, zone. So, but so that, so the starter zones, they don't have anything that spawns. That is, that is dangerous. Uh, so, except for the ghost dragons. But every, but everything around it, is dangerous. You're either going to have like dark woods, you're going to have magic woods, you're going to have snow biomes. All of them are dangerous, so you're going to have to craft your 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 initial stuff in the starter zone where everybody else is crafting their stuff. And then you can't protect your stuff until you're level 15. So if I come on, I want I want to try the game out. I only have an hour. Oh, let me build my you know build something and log out. It's going to be gone. You know when I when I log back in. Because anybody can just come in and just and just wreck the stuff up. As well as also, do they still have at the lower levels that you're gonna basically you're where it pops up saying you are too weak, you will die in six hours of being logged off. I, I know that I know that it gets rid of that at a certain point. I don't know if it's still there for the low levels or not. Does anybody else know that? Do you um, remember that? I, I think Luminan turned it off, right? Uh, I'm not. Do I have a. Game. There was a. There, I don't know. I don't know for certain. There is a button that turns off killing idle players, but I don't. I don't know for certain if that meant like it was treating people who were logging off as. I don't think it is because there was a prompt. I think that's a setting that they may have eliminated. I don't know though. I know somebody yeah. said after like level forty, they didn't see it anymore. Yeah, level correct. 30. I, I saw that it was going up. Like when I, it first started, like at the lower levels, you know, the first night that I played it, whatever level I hit, it said basically after six hours you will be dead. Right. And yes. I, was like, okay, well, I saw that. Yep. Like, Take all my stuff off, put it all in a box because I'm going to I'm gonna be dead and I don't want to lose my stuff. Right. And then as I was higher level, like maybe mid-30s. It never 20, came up No, it came up and it said, you'll be dead in like one day. But I logged into official today and I didn't get that notification when I logged out. Are you still a baby in there? Uh, I don't know what level I am. I don't think that I'm, I think I'm higher on Luminance server than I was over there. Okay. But yeah, I, I didn't I did. get any notification of any time period. So. Okay, I, so. I, like I said, I did notice when I was mid-level that it was now a day instead of six hours, and then it was somewhere around level 40, I think it was level 40, was when it stopped giving it completely. So I know on the official server, like, you all had, like, six-hour timers. I ended up pumping a bunch of stats into my health, and I know my timer was a lot higher than everybody else's. I know I wasn't higher level than most. Was it health or was it food? 
I pumped it into health. I didn't. Oh, okay. I did it in the food, and I noticed mine went from six hours to a day. Yeah. What it was is your character would slowly hunger while you're offline, and you'd, you'd starve to death. So either or, if you added more food and then ate. It gave you more time because you had more food, or if you gave yourself more health, it took yeah, longer for you to die. That makes a lot of sense. That being said, I, I have noticed the, pa- the past two times I've logged on to this server, my character has been low on health, even yes. though I've been in- inside yes, a, a building, so I'm too. not sure what's going on with that. Full health, full food, but your health is like... And it's like you're knocked out. You're broken. Yeah. Yeah. Unless someone's going, unless someone's going around to everybody's base, and I'm innocent. I know you're all looking at me, but I'm <laughs> totally. Do we have blood packs here? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think so, unless maybe that's one of the spawn codes. That is in game, but not in game. Why do I feel so, eyes looking at me again? <laughs> the soil privilege marker. I feel like, um, because I'm still in my complaining session, um, that I just feel like the the juice is not worth the squeeze. Like the amount of space that you get for actually activating these things, they force you into questing to even uh, put fuel into your soil markers. So it's like they made a sandbox kind of a survival game, but then they're kind of forcing you, like forcing you to do quests in order to activate your soil marking system. And then they kind of throw you a bone because every soil marking system you have gets a little bit bigger. And I just feel like they're still not very big. So I, yeah, I just don't like them. I think that they, in a PVE environment, I feel like it's very claustrophobic. I feel like they're putting the carrot on the stick and they're kind of forcing you into the direction they want you to play the game. And if you don't play by their rules, they're just going to leave you to the whimsy of the dirt to dirt randos that want to completely dig under your base. Because that's the whole, like the whole part of our complaint is that without these soil markers, players literally on a PVE player versus environment, you are not just going up against your environment. You're going up against other players. So it is like wiping for your poop. Wipe it before you poop. It does not make any sense. (laughs) It makes zero sense. So, like, if you think you're going to log in onto a Pixar PV server, think again. You're not going up against the environment. Some dude or some chick is going to dig underneath your base. It can break into your crevices. It can break down some of your structures. They can build right on top of your stuff. They can build right next to your stuff. They can entirely encase your your entire um, little house or hut while you're offline. There's nothing stopping them. Nothing. Unless you finally hit level 15 and then you finally unlock a soil marking system and then you finally do the quest to fill the soil marking system it is just ridiculous i just i'm so irritated by it i think i'm more irritated by this than i am about the character limit in global chat this is my beef right here so i just think it's stupid so, so there's no place in pve they, right now they did address it a little bit and uh, you can get some of the license certificates whatever they're called from drops they're from uh, killing creatures, but even that, it, it you don't get many of them. Right, and but it doesn't they, they last did, for very long either. I, yeah, I think it's like one hour per yeah, it's like that. Which doing a quest um, seems to give you ten, so it's like, yeah, it means you have to a minimum of two or three quests per right. day. You know, to keep and that's your stuff. But that's free. and that's if you can keep all of your stuff within the, the limit of, of this one 
of just one marker. Otherwise, exactly. you might need two or three or four markers, right. depending on the size of your base. But yes, they, they did look at it. They made some change. But yeah, I agree. It's it's just dumb. It's not. So, yeah. I've yet to think of why they even need this to exist in PvE at all. I think, I think like, they could change how it's used for, like, larger tribes that have the manpower to keep these markers fueled to allow them to, like, take over additional area or something. I don't know. But I feel like it is ridiculous in its current state. And also, official servers are already a lag fest right now. I logged into um, our official that we started playing on. Like, our little area that we moved to is okay. If you go back to, like, a starting rally point, it is horrible. A lag fest. It is. Yeah. Have you guys tried it, too? It is unreal, the amount of lag on a freaking game that doesn't have... I can expect this all from ARC because the graphics are so amazing that you would have to lower it. I had and the to ground lower... looks like Swiss Thank you. <laughs> I had to lower my graphics to the lowest setting on a freaking Minecraft based type of a pixel voxel whatever game to even move about in the rally points on official server. It was well, horrendous. So so I'm wondering, you know, there's gen there's generally when you're playing a game like this, you know, an online game. You have uh, to like load you into these well, areas. You have, you have blah, two blah, different blah. you have two different types of lag you can get. Right. You can get the lag based upon the data that is being sent from the server to you, and you have the lag of your computer actually having to churn through and rendering the things. I don't think we're having the second type of lag because of how simplified the rendering is, but because the system is, you know, every single block it has to keep, you know, exactly. tabs, it has to keep tabs on. And it every, is you know, every single block you know, with, within this arc. world, it has to know, you know, what type of block is this, you know. That, that's here you know is it owned by anybody where you know where are all the creatures but that's you know that's everything but with what with a uh, with arc the world it doesn't have to you know keep track the map of is the map it doesn't change the map exactly was this a, a thing, thing. In, in minecraft was this so horrible in minecraft early on it was but, but they fixed they, it fairly quickly. That these dudes can't do differently. Major server they, optimizations. They it is horrible. need some TLC because it is absolutely atrocious. The game has not been out for what, a little over a week. I literally would walk, stop, and be frozen. Five, four, three, two, one. Walk, stop, be frozen. Five, four. And it was just like, what? I had to go find a ghost dragon in the starter zone to kill me to get me <laughs> out of there. It was ridiculous. It was horrible. Now, I, I saw this coming. Stupid. Even with the server that I'm running, uh, I know that... At, at the, and this is why I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of updates and changes on player's side. I think that the server host, the, the people that are hosting their servers are complaining to them because it's being so demanding. Our server, you know, like day three, with four people logged in, was pushing 98% of the core processor uh, CPU usage, which is insane, considering ARC barely ever peaks over 50. Right, right. And, and was using over 11 gigs of RAM. Wow. That's a lot. ARC usually lot. pushes like two, maybe three peaks at four. Right. But it's just what Cricket was saying. You know, on Arc, it has to worry about player structures, play, things that you build in place. Right. PixArc, every single piece right. is a structure. The whole yeah, map is. That's what's going to make this thing hit a wall. And this is also probably why games like Portal Knights are not on servers. It's only available in single player and co-op. 
Right, you because... You cannot play Portal Knights right now on a server with multiplayer right. options and sandbox and open world. Like, I was like, why did Portal Knights release? It's, I think the quality of the graphics are better than Pixel Art, than Pixarc. Um, but there was not the option to have servers, and now I totally see why. These guys yeah, it requires... The, yeah, a lot. Yep, it requires a lot, and then they have to optimize the crap out of it, because... Yeah, it doesn't... You know, matter. I don't know what their server agreement is, but you're pushing, like, huge usage on the CPUs, and, Nuts. you know, that runs the temperature up, and they have to run cooling... So, I mean, that right. I mean, they're already running all this stuff, but, right. you know, it's it gets to be extremely expensive, and, oh. you know... I think that we will not see a whole lot of changes in game until they optimize everything on a server side because it is it's and you know I have noticed the past week we had at peak I think we had like seven or eight people online at the same time doing things uh -huh. and we are down to an average about four and a half gigs of RAM and the CPU usage is down to about a peak of 70 versus peaking regularly at 90 something so they are working on that I know that they are with the, each patch they come out, that drops, those numbers drop significantly. So I think that's what they're really focusing on right now. We won't see major changes to the gameplay, I don't think, until they get all this sorted. Yeah, it's unreal. I, I was astonished, like, within a little over a week's time of checking in on to our official server and stuff. I was like, oh my god, this is unbearable. I had to get out. And I was like, Thank you, Luminin, for making for getting an unofficial server for us to play in because it is night and day. Night and day this is horrible. Wonderful. Yeah. So, and then also my last complaint is the Brontos or what they like to call the Sauropods should not be the new Gigas or like Blue referenced earlier the Titanos. I just I think it's ridiculous. We should the clipping that these dinos are doing or is just like while you're offline. Just wiping out for no reason. I don't understand. There's nothing to aggro. It's not like you have dinosaurs attacking them or Species X or anything. Your base is just chilling and this Bronto somehow is taking out your chests, killing your tribe mates, killing your dinosaurs. It is just ridiculous. And the fact that now the tribe log hasn't worked for what, like a week now? So we don't even know why we're missing things, why we're dying. Like we don't have any idea because the freaking tribe log isn't even working right now. So Yeah, because that was one of the things That's I used to always, always did when I would, I would log into yeah. a server is I would look at the tribe log and see and we don't if, even any, have that if anything died or yeah, if so any tribe members destroyed structures that I wanted Yep. Super frustrating. So we are moving into tip time. Here we go. All right. So I shared in our awesome little tip segment here, um, in Minecraft, you learn a few no-nos that are, uh, that many are now learning here in Pixar. Such as never, never div, no gosh, tongue tied. <laughs> never div. That was close. Yeah, never dig straight up or down. Um, the, the reasoning for this is, is some people are funny. If you dig straight up and you happen to dig into lava, well, there's nowhere to go. And if you're digging straight down and you dig into a huge open cavern that's underground and fall to your death. Uh, another it's thing also is not just lava, but also if you dig into sand or gravel that falls right. on top of your head. Lint. Yeah. Um, Another big tip that I can give you is to, when you're digging underground, to listen. Be very careful about what you hear. 
Um, you can hear water running. You can hear lava bubbling. You can hear mobs. You'll hear like a creature walking. If you hear that, chances are you're about to break into an underground cavern. If you're mining down, you could fall to your death. If you're mining out, you might be face-to-face with a zombie or whatever other kind of critters are underground here. So when you're underground, you can definitely need to be listening. And that's all I got. Cool. All right. So my tip is building up against mountains is a pain. If you're going to build up against the mountains side, make sure your walls, a.k.a. gates, are high enough to block critters from jumping under your base. Try going to the top of the mountain cliff and jumping off to see if you can fly into your base. Because guess what? If you can do it, so can they. And how about you, Goon? What tips you got? Um, I just a simple. Just the if you're out and you're putting pipe down, use uh foundations and walls and block it in. I had a the seropod just kept walking over and smashing mine every time I walk over it. So I just enclosed it in there. It's it's simple to do and it saves a lot of time in the long time, long run. And um, also gotta watch out for um those little crickets because those things can do a lot of damage. <laughs> uh, don't we know it? <laughs> okay. Uh, um, are you done, Gun? Yeah, sir. Okay. Uh, so my tip is uh, build your base underground to keep away from serpod damage. Uh, some creatures uh, will not attack you while you're in the... Uh, here's another one. Or Well, let me expand on that uh, underground thing a little bit. I, what I noticed is um, I put my first little hobbit hole, we're calling them, about three blocks down from the surface. And at this... Um, let's see. Is it three or four? It's four blocks down. So at the first couple of levels down, uh, I'd log in, you know, I got, I put some stairways up and and they had damage on them just about daily. So, you know, and and that was before getting rid of seropods and tartar areas. And there was always seropods, like for whatever reason, decided that if you put a building up, they've got to stand on it. I don't know (laughs) what the deal is, but they do. And, uh, but after I got about three or four uh, blocks from ground level down I wasn't seeing any more damage so I mean some of us were like uh, logging in with damage to our characters damage or missing crafting stations and all kinds of things and it was just luck on my part I I just wanted to build underground and it worked out but so, and, and another thing is, when you're in the, like, the magic forest or the, um, um, well, the magic forest areas, uh, some of those creatures will only attack you when you're standing on, um, like, magic soil or cursed soil. It's really kind of strange. That, that's something like uh, when Goon and I first uh, spawned into the uh, Luminum server, he's showing me, he says, hey, look, this, was it a panther? Okay. I was just standing. I mean, he was on one block. The panther was right next to him, and he was just standing there, and nothing was happening. So it was pretty cool. So to expand on that, what I had started doing once I was going to go into the the magic areas and try to find some um, uh, magic creatures to tame, 
I started building like an 8x8 or a 10x10. I just take regular dirt with me, dirt blocks, and just put some safe zones up. I could stand there and scope things out. And Now there's still things that will attack you, but uh, it's just amazing, that mechanic. It's just amazing. They could be standing one block away from you and not do anything. Yeah, I, I did notice after someone, had, I think uh, you had pointed out before, that the, the biome system definitely has... I guess you can call it issues where things w- act a lot differently if they're outside of their their normal biome. Where the, you know if you can get them to chase you out of their biome, a lot of times then they're so involved with trying to get back to their own biome that they'll just stop attacking you. Right. They'll, you know, kind of just be trying to haul ass get back into the magic forest. That and one of the the kind of the cool things, like leveling, uh, found out that killing werewolves levels you up like crazy. Oh yeah. So um, that's what uh, Tuxedo Badger was doing. So I'm like, okay, it's another idea I'm going to steal from him. But I didn't have a griffin like he did. And so I'd run one into my trap and then just run in there with my sword. It was just an iron sword. It took forever to kill it. But I just stand in there right next to it and club him with my uh, iron sword until he died. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't hit me. And we're standing on bedrock, you know. And so it just was kind of, you know, I don't know if that's unintended or intended or what, but I mean, that works. That's why it took so long. You're clubbing them with your sword. You're supposed to be stabbing them with it. <laughs> well, you know, like I said before, it <laughs> seems like melee doesn't do anything, neither does an iron sword. <laughs> well, looking at the damage numbers, my melee does a lot more damage than even my gargoyles do. At least the, with the the damage and the really? weapons I have. It's something yeah, my- really weird, because I will hit, like, with my copper sword... I'll hit a Fiomion, it was like 40-some damage. But then I hit a Raptor, and it's like 7. Like, well, it's weird. He, yeah, could, could he hit Because of the armor boosted? of the dino, maybe? And maybe even maybe. So boosted. I just did 98 damage with my Iron Sword on a Fiomia. Yeah, I th- I feel like the Fiomias have like zero art. Like, they just yeah. take maximum damage. Where these other dinos, it's like... I guess I'm not used to that. I'm used to the weapon doing X amount of damage no matter what you hit and not reverse. It feels like it's reverse. Like, so granted, I have a 174% journeyman steel bone sword, but I just Yeah, dealt. granted you have this magicalness that you <laughs> I, did not get de- deteriorated from your storage box. <laughs> I dealt 668 damage to yeah, a, a thorny boar. Yeah, those thorny boars, they're pussies. They're just like the fe- the freaking Fiomias. Yeah, in my I, opinion. I tamed one. I was using I was just using him to grab magic wood, which he actually works very well with, but then he got murdered by some uh shadow panthers. So yeah. I'll have to tame another one. Well I crickets, like we're tribe mates. Uh, you need to take me on a ruins run through that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you slacker. <laughs> which I, I guess that can lead into uh, I guess the first tip that I have here which is blocking halls to kill stuff uh, what, so like I said before you, you basically have to kind of think in Minecraft terms versus arc terms when you're uh, adventuring uh, since you have the blocks and you can place blocks down basically anywhere you want uh, an easier way to keep yourself safe is to use that to your advantage um, a lot of the creatures you're fighting are too big to fit, you know, either uh, between, you know, a, a one wide uh, opening or they can't fit underneath a one, you know, a block that's at the second elevation. But if you have a spear, you can stab them from that, you know, from that, uh, from that range. So when I was going through the pyramids, I was at, uh, if anybody goes in there, you'll find at regular intervals at 
a lot of the hallways or the doorways, I would put uh, locks you know, at the you know, at the, the second elevation level all the way across, and then I would just crouch down and just stab the hell out of the creatures as they're trying to get at me. And so they can't hit me for the most part. Um, all the things in the pyramid couldn't hit me because they didn't have the range to. Um, when I've tried the same thing with like the ice bears, they have a much further reach, so they can actually hit you. Um, but but all the mummies and the the dung beetles and the the uh, gem spiders could not uh, couldn't hit me. Well, the dung beetles could go underneath, but they were easy enough. But it was definitely a nice way to kill the things and going through and stabbing all those things you know, by yourself instead of on the back of a dino gets you a lot of levels. I went through the pyramid one time, and I think I gained at least seven levels just killing things, um, as well as getting a ton of gems from the gem spiders. And uh, the, I probably opened up seven or eight uh, chests that gave me, and it gave me mostly ammo. Um, it seems like I, I guess the different ruins are at different levels, um, like the the coyote ruins that was mentioned earlier. They seem to be the lowest level ones. The pyramid seems to be kind of mid-level. I was getting, uh, I think it was the iron bone spears as drops from the from the spiders, or no, it's drops from the dung beetles, I think. Um, and I was getting uh, a lot of pistol, you know, pistol ammo of the different flavors with you know the fire ammo and all that, as well as shotgun ammo, mostly in there. It wasn't until I ventured my way up into the the ice castles that I was getting the the steel bone stuff. Um, which is, you know, the level 70 stuff. So it definitely seems like the, the ruins have different levels associated with them. And, uh, but you can use the same type of technique for the most part on killing things is, you know, you make that protective box and then you just stab them with a, with a spear through it because it has such high, high range to it. Um, so that's, you know, my first tip for, for doing the dungeons and for just, you know, you can do it in general. It's just harder to do it out in the, out in the wild because you don't have those natural, uh, walls to begin with that you can block in um another nice uh tip that i have that is uh, is real nice and it's kind of one of those features that they, it feels like they pulled out of some of the mods was the fact that uh, your crafting stations have the ability to pull uh resources from containers nearby uh, most crafting stations if you hold in e there's a an option to, that says something like and uh like just it, it is enable show nearby range and it shows you how far away from them they can pull items. So if you put your your chests and your boxes nearby to your workstations, you can throw all your materials in the chests, and then the workstations can get to them, um, which is handy since you can't put any materials in the workstations themselves. So just keep that in mind when you're building your your crafting area. You know, you, you probably don't want to have all your crafting benches right next to each other. You'd probably want to do something like, you know, workbench a couple chests next to that you know maybe magic workbench and that way the chests in the center you know in between them can be shared materials between them and all of that um your mortar and pestle and your smelters it, it can't pull straight from them uh so you, you know probably want to put them somewhere where you can easily pull the the ore off of there you know the ingots off there and then put them into your boxes but they don't have to be next to your workstations so just you know just Something to think about as you're you're planning out how you want to want to build your your house and all that. Um, another, uh, I, I seem to have so many tips here, and there's a ton that I didn't think of. Another one is we uh, will have another episode, cricket. Don't you worry. I, I will have. Don't tons you more, worry. I'm sure. uh, 
so a trike, I highly advise getting one as soon as you can. I believe it's level 30 that you can the tame it. The hollow trikes or the normal yes. trikes? The hollow trikes. Hollow ones, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, because well, they're great for, for just collecting berries in general. So to get those narco berries, to make your sleepy arrows, um, to get your mejo berries, to, you know, to passive tame your, your herbivores. Um, to get your tinto berries to make your your tinctures or your styptics, uh, your, basically your healing potions, uh, is nice. But also, um, they're nice for collecting when you start to, you can make your own resources on demand, basically planting trees, uh, and then you have easy access to wood. So I generally, you know, I was, would plant 20 or 30 trees and let them grow. And they'd be right near my base, and it's, oh, I need some wood. Let me jump my trike over there, destroy all the trees, which would give me a lot of wood. It would also give me a lot of seeds, and I'd replant the trees. So the next time I need a, need wood, I would have trees there. Um, and then you don't have to go and try searching all around the area to find them. Uh, same thing can be true with your crops. Um, there's a ton of different types of crops you can grow, um, whereas, you know, Ark just had, you know, the the berries and then your vegetables you have all those here but you also have um, a lot of the magical crops you can grow you have um, wheat that you can grow uh, there's a bunch of different crops you, that you can grow in this game um, but again use your trike to grab to collect from your crops because you not only get the crops but you also get the um, the seed a lot of the seeds back as well so you can replant them um, because uh, growing uh, farming in this game is different than in an arc. Uh, it's more like in Minecraft, where when you use your seed, it essentially gives you a block, and you plant it straight into the ground. You're not planting it into crop plots. Um, looking at the spawn codes, it looks like they had small and medium crop plots, but they either haven't fully implemented them yet, or they decided to take them out. Um, because even spawning them in, you couldn't actually use them. Um, that was something I tested today. So... You can't just, like an arc where you have the crop plot and you would put the fertilizer and the, the berries in there and then it'll just keep growing berries. Every time you harvest your crops, it harvests the entire thing and you have to, to plant it again in order to make it grow. Um, at least that's, all, that's the only way I've been able to figure it out so far. And if you harvest it by hand, you only get, like with narco berries, I was getting maybe 8 to 10 narco berries, whereas when I was harvesting with the trike, I was getting like 30 narco berries plus possibly seeds from each plant. So I know it'd be you know, nice if it was more like Ark in that regard. Yeah, I mean it it seemed like it it should have been, but I mean they have the crop plots. Maybe they just need to fully implement it. Um right now the only thing the crop plots are used for is the large ones are used for the you know, the aggressive turret plants, as far as I found. Um another uh I guess it would be a punching trees tip is um if you're going to be crafting your, your buildings with stone, instead use fine stone. Um, all you need to make fine stone is the DIY hut, which I believe is at like level five or something. It's a very low level engram to learn. It's level seven. It takes 25 wood, 12 rocks, and 12 clay, or 12 dirt rather. Um, you build it, and then what it allows you to do is convert all of your stone structures, your stone floors, your stone walls, your ceilings, all that, into fine stone. It's a one-for-one one conversion, so you, you don't lose out on any crafting materials. You just lose out on you know maybe a minute or two of time that it takes to craft it. But you get experience for that. Right. In the so, early days, you get a lot of experience. So when I, you know, I was digging out all my, all my holes, I was then turning all that stone 
into, you know, your walls, your, you know, my floors, my ceilings, and then I was turning that all into the fine versions of it, um, as well as what it also allows you to do is get that those things out of your inventory and it puts them in this crafting station, which I think might have in you know not a, not an unlimited, but it has a large number of slots in it where you don't have to have another box to put the stuff in. It'll stay there until you pull it out to use it. So it's another kind of cheap storage that you can use. Yeah, and that, that workbench. Why can't we put anything in there? I mean, uh, that's annoying. I like the, uh, the automatic pull-in feature, you know, but yeah. I want to be able to just put something in there as well. It, exactly. That would be so nice. Um, oh, the other, the other thing related to uh, the crafting and the fine stone a lot is you you need a lot more materials to build things than probably think about. Like, I would be like, oh, yeah, 100 walls is going to be plenty. It never is. I mean, because, you know, it's so, you know, it's so many pieces. Like, even a 5x5 five five is going to take 25, you know, it's going to take 25 foundations. You know, and, you know, it's going to take 25 ceilings. And it's going to take 20 walls per level of wall. If you want it three high, there's 60 walls. So it's... You know, it, it seems like it, it, you go through a lot more materials in this in this game than you would think about coming from Ark. Um, I was I would constantly, you know, because I'm just spitballing to begin with, and it's like I'd build so many, and then I go back. Nope, I was nowhere near close. I need to make another 150 of these things. Uh, so just you know, either if you're planning it out, make sure you plan it out um, so you know about, you know how many you need. Um, but you know, always bring extra. Although you. Placing stuff in the wrong area isn't that bad because any any foundation block or wall block you can just pick right back up. You don't have to destroy it and lose it out like you would in uh, non modded or under modded arc. Um, I guess the last tip I have is when you're taming, uh, it's it it really only comes into into account mid level when you actually get the crossbow. You would think you know because of arc you know and it even says you know crossbows do, do more damage than bows. Which they do with if you're doing damage with standard arrows. If you're doing torpor to knockout tames, you want to use a bow. It it does more torpor than crossbows for whatever reason. I don't know if it's intentional. I read about it or heard about it from you know, from the internet, and then I've you know I've kind of confirmed it where I've tried knocking something out with the crossbow, and it's taken many more shots than it did with the exactly. bow. Exactly. I've seen uh, some YouTube videos of the same thing. They're like the the bow is way more. It's more OP than the crossbow, which is not what yeah. we're used to at all. And then, you know, even if you look up on like the Gamepedia, which you know has very limited information, but it does have uh, one thing. It does have for mo- almost everything I've seen is taming information for the, for all the creatures. You can at least go on there and find out what they need to eat. Which most things it makes sense. It's it's a kibble, which as far as I know doesn't exist. It's you know your prime meat, which is called thigh meat. You know your your cooked prime, your your standard meat, your cooked meat, or it's your truffles, which is uh, mushrooms you can get, which is kind of you know the best. It's kind of the prime meat for herbivores, and then after that, it's like your vegetables, and then it's your different type of berries. There's a few dinos, mostly the magical ones, uh, that require something different. Like there's some that require you know they they want to eat gems or the or the grounded up gems as essence, or they want to eat uh, maybe mushrooms, you know. Only, um, I I think that I think gems is the only other alternate food uh, that I've encountered. Um, but yeah, so the game PDF does have some information, but even that one shows uh, 
the number of, of shots you would need to knock it out. And it says, like, bow, it would take five shots. Crossbow, it would take eight shots. So even they're reflecting the same the same thing. So use a bow, not a crossbow, to knock stuff out. Sounds good. All right. My tip is, as a new player, not all dinos or creatures are created equal. Fiomias are easier to kill like dodos, and low-level raptors are no joke. At level 50, Fiomia can be killed with, like, an arrow to the head, but a raptor will devour you before you get enough arrows into them to kill them if you do not get them out of your way. And then, like, some of the dinos you notice, like, they do have, like, a pattern to their attack. Like, they'll, they'll come at you, try to hit, like, if you can sufficiently kite them backwards like just keep going back and kiting them and and keeping them at bay whether it's clubbing them or whatever like when they get ready to do their attack like the packy will try to headbutt you so try to counter that like right away but um you they'll then they'll run away and then they'll come back again like it's you know they're not not all the dinos are created equal they some of them are you wouldn't their their um, armor, like we were talking a little bit earlier, and the amount of uh, the amount of damage your weapons do vary drastically. That's what threw me off. Was like, I'm just so used to a weapon having X amount of damage, and then seeing those numbers pop up. And when I see that I'm hitting something, and I'm doing forty some damage to one dino, but only seven damage to the other, like I'm not used to seeing that. Like it, there's definitely, um, they're definitely tougher, and you know, it they're just not created equal. So don't think that they are. If you're coming from the Ark world, they're, they're not created equal at all. Like I feel like when I was when I would attack a dino in Ark, like I don't feel like there was that much of a demarcation in. The damage that I would do from one dino to the other in Pixar, I feel like there is. I felt like in Ark, like a lot of the dinos, they had different health pools. Yeah. Whereas in this one, I feel like it's like something way different. Maybe I agree different with you 100%. Yeah. Yeah, because like in Ark, you feel like you would just have to hit them more, you know, like because of because of their health pool. But here, it's it's like they have a resistance. There is some form of resistance that like the carnivores have over the herbivores definitely so so don't go whacking on low level like if a raptor says it's level one that doesn't mean level one in fiomia years that means like level (laughs) 400 in fiomia years a level 50 fiomia is nothing you would think a level one raptor is like oh that's just a level one raptor no no Nope, not even the same ballpark. So just a tip for new players. Don't get ahead of yourself when you see a level one raptor and think you can take it because you can't until don't you get, get your... too comfortable in the Yeah, don't get area. too comfy. <laughs> not at all. So I think we're going to be moving into story time. I don't know what this intro is. We'll try this one. <laughs> This is why we are going to share a tale that has happened to one of us or all of us while we are rolling in deep into the Pixar. So, Mr. <laughs> Cricket, you are first up. So there are just so many stories that have happened even in this week. I mean, and most of them have all been just side-splittingly hilarious for us. Um, which one should I start with? Should I start with Pelum or with the Cricket Destruction? I think Pelum, uh, Pelum. is appropriate. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, Paloom was our first story to really come about. Um, it goes back to what Esme has been complaining about with our uh, ability to do PvP on PvE. And uh, as well as just some of the learning curves that we've done with some of the ways that Pixar is different than Arc. So we started the game. Uh, we did not have an, our unofficial server up yet, so we all jumped onto an official server. And we, you know, we spent you know some time going through, you know, collecting stuff, crafting stuff, dropping down boxes, you know, creating a house and all that stuff. We, you know, we even had our, our house locked up. Uh, we had the boxes that were outside. We had those pin coded. Um, we had been collecting so much stuff that we dropped a few new boxes on the inside of our house, and uh, some of us didn't know that you had to pin code the stuff, uh, as well as we didn't think about it because it was inside the house. And so, PVE. and it's PVE. I mean, technically, and, this is how we found out. Yeah, and so it exactly. was uh, so me and Blue were, you know, we were doing stuff around the house, and uh, you know, I, I I go into the house, I'd put drops, dropped a bunch of stuff in there, I'd drop some of the uh, primal bone pieces that you need to craft your your bone, uh, your bone armor, and I was like, I just unlocked the copper bone armor. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna make this. So I go open up the box where the the stuff was, and it's empty. I'm like, okay. I was like, Blue, did you grab all the, the stuff out of the boxes? It's like, no, I didn't do it. And I turn around and looking right at me is some little jack wagon with some you know foreign name with some uh you know some accents in there and stuff. I'm gonna Box call him up. out. His, his name is Paloom. And I'm looking, I'm like, how the hell did you get in here? And I see our, our door is open because we had just, you know, we had just come in. And I'm like, did he seriously follow us in here and then somehow grab the stuff out of our boxes? And I look and I see it says the boxes are unlocked. I'm like, holy cow, you know, he just stole all her shit. So I close our door real quick to lock him in there. And, uh, you know, I ask him, you know, why do you take our stuff? And his response is, give me copper pick. I was like, are, are you freaking kidding me? You know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna sit here and steal my shit and then demand that I craft you this copper pick, when it wasn't that hard to, to do it yourself. So I, I was going to be reasonable. I was, I would craft him a copper pick. It's not that much materials. So I tell him to put the stuff back first, and of course he doesn't. So you know, I was ho- hoping to keep him locked in the house, but I don't know if our window, if one of our windows was open this- or whether the windows are unlocked. This is how we found out you also had to pin code the windows. Okay, so the windows are are, are unlocked by default. So that's so he was able to open up a window and crawl his skinny little ass out our window. Oh my god! And so now, um, like now, I have no recourse. I'm like, well, what can I do against this? So I go and I look, and maybe you know, thirty blocks away from us, I see this big rectangular shaped house, which is his place. And I was like, well, let's see what we can do to his place. So I start deciding I'm going to try to see if I can undermine it. So I, and he had a big thing of water right next to it. So I'm, like, I'm going to give this jackass a moat. So I start digging all the dirt out from underneath his base. And I start trying to flood the underneath. <laughs> and eventually he sees what I'm doing. So he goes up and starts <laughs> digging up the, the dirt around our base. Yeah. So now we're having this contest. And I call out Blue. And so he starts helping and digging stuff out. And then Esme gets on, and she's like, what the heck's with, with our base? We have all these holes in our base. I'm like, there's a jack wagon over here, store stuff. And I may have escalated matters a little bit, but he started it, and I was going to let stand. So eye for an eye. So now it's three of us against this one jerk, and we're digging out his base. And then, <laughs> but then we noticed that his base, while it's big, it was probably about you know 25 long by you know 10 wide. It had no roof on it. No roof at so all. So 
we decide we're going to try to fill up his base with dirt blocks. Exactly. Because, <laughs> so, you know, it's working as intended. If they didn't want this to happen, ex- then it, we wouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. He must not have been level 15 and had yeah, and did his quest his and got his soil, his, you know, his pissing on his, his territory, his to, Demar- DeMarcus' territory. Stupid. So we're digging out all the dirt from underneath his base and putting it back on top of his base. Because that's what he did to our base. You know, I mean, really. It's like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, in my opinion. Yeah, because actually... I- yeah, because actually, I think before we started filling up his base is when he had started putting digging around his, his foundations. Yes, he uh, put foundations right next to he our start, base. He started building them around our base. So I'm, yes. I'm figuring our our house was only like a it was only like a five by six. It wasn't that yeah, big. it wasn't very was big like, at all. With not that many foundations, you can easily circle around this thing and make it so exactly. we can't access our own base. So that's what, and that's you know, what he was doing. Started screwing with him as much as we could, and so we spent the next probably two hours, yeah, just filling his whole his place up with dirt as he's trying to dig out. We were from reciprocating, it. and uh, for like two hours. And so as we keep doing it, then you know, oh then Esme was like, "Well, I'm going to keep him keep him busy. You guys go find some place not in the newbie zone to move." Yeah. So and so I I I took some crafting materials and ventured off went out to the desert and started our uh, well i actually guess it was more it was like right next to the desert i think it was officially swamp uh and started building us another place over there for us to, to live in so we moved away from the newbie zone but all because of this pvbe it was PvP ridiculous PvE that you know i can't believe that you could do that stuff right on this game um plopping down those foundations right next to our building and then like us going on being able to dig underneath his house completely so it looks like it's floating and then like being able to place a bunch of dirt in his house and then then putting our own foundations on top of the dirt yeah we were able to somehow put our own foundations inside his house so ridiculous i I don't know what what allowed that whether it was because we were putting it on dirt and not on foundations but they definitely yeah, it's got to be like so many levels of dirt blocks that let you build a foundation or so like he, yeah since um, he had like a bucket house with like no roof i just remembered something before i forget this is a little bit off the subject but when you said putting dirt blocks down and foundations down uh on one of the levels and this is more of a tip so uh, i was, we were trying to find a place to put our, our forge and so we dug down and exposed some ceilings from a lower level and at one point we were trying to figure out what was going on with this forge and we thought well maybe it just sets on foundations you can't place foundations on top of a ceiling but what you can do is put dirt down on top of the ceilings and then put foundations down on top of that a little out of the subject matter but anyway I, I just thought I would throw that in there real quick absolutely Still relevant. yeah yeah, yep. still yeah, relevant. Yeah, we, we did find it. it still didn't help help the issue though. Industrial no. smelters are still just jacked up with their their positioning. Yeah, so pretty much like that story ended with him coming back at us and trying to enclose our house in, like from the outside. And yeah. then there was and like guess, six of us on at that time. Yeah. And I guess we did finally get him stuck inside we the house. Did. In, we finally did. We finally won in a permanent falling thing as we filled up with the house that our house that he was in with foundation so he we could lock, get out. had to lock him in our house <laughs> to keep him from trolling us so we could move to a non newbie location it was ridiculous that this should even be a thing 
and I goon, you yeah. made a great sacrifice. So <laughs> yeah, and goon, the dude got stuck somehow on goon's head, and we just encapsulate. I had to build walls around goon with the dude trapped on top of his head because he was trying to infiltrate our house. And it got caught on top of Goon's head. So we had to make walls around them, lock them in, have Goon put all of his contents into the smithy or whatever so we could get it. So when he died and then everything in his hot bar would stay, but like all the stuff he had in his inventory would go. So he put all of his inventory in. It was just ridiculous. A lot of nonsense that shouldn't even be possible, especially when you're inviting people into the game. Like these seems like such basic things we shouldn't have to deal with. And I don't get the thought process of, of these kind of people i mean i don't get it either looking back was was that copper axe really worth that trouble for you yeah exactly. i don't understand <laughs> oh, yeah, he was like... also robbing everybody else in the starter zone like there yeah, was people so in true. chat talking about it yeah, yeah and, and people were coming over and watching what was going on because the guy was such a jack wagon to everybody. He was totally trolling. Yeah, you were right, Blue. I remember that now. Yeah, and he he had actually asked me for copper axe a little bit before that as I was around, you know, digging up my own stuff. And I told him, you know, uh, honestly, you know, at the time, we don't have the materials for it because we had just started out. Right. And I had only just created my own copper stuff. We didn't have spare copper at that point. So yeah, I told him, I was like, I don't have spare materials for it. Sorry, I can't craft it. And then I guess he just figured that it's easier to sit there and try to stalk people and steal their shit than it is to gain a couple levels or to make your own mine and find your own copper. But And in the end, I mean, helping people out, especially on PvE, is something that we do. I mean, it's it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah. But, you know, just starting out, we were trying to get going, too. And, um, you know, he just... But I, that's kind of getting away from the the main point, which is you should not be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they, they need to they need to fix it that it doesn't require you to do a a large upkeep on a normal basis to just to keep people from doing that. Yeah, that's a, a huge downfall, especially in the PVE world. To me, it's ridiculous. I would rather have them limit the area that you can build on than have us try to protect a pve area that we can build on like if it's unofficial like if they're worried you're starting to think like why are they doing this are they worried about mega tribes or something and like i don't understand like why are they blending one thing that i was wondering it could could be why that mechanic is there is because maybe they were it was one of those microtransactions plans type things that are mechanic they were trying to work into the game where you know it's like well you got to spend five bucks for 20 gems and then you know five gems will buy you you know a a license to hold your ground and well i don't know or it might be their way of trying to combat the uh the pillar spam that you see on official servers in arc because if if you want to essentially do pillar spam you have to maintain it. You know, you could you could put down these you know these uh, soil markers, but you have to maintain them in order to, in order to keep your your demarcation. Yeah. And maybe it's something like that that you can still pillar spam if you want to go through the effort of keeping it up. You can't just drop pillars down, and as long as you right. want one every you know seven days or whatever, you're you're fine, and you get to keep this whole big area. Maybe it's their it's their attempt at trying to fix that stuff. Well, hopefully we'll have more information. <laughs> All right. 
So when I started up on Luminant Server, I decided that I wanted to start off in my own tribe because I wanted to learn the game, um, leveling and taming and whatnot. Uh, sometimes when you're in a group with your new game, um, oh, sometimes when you're in a group and your new game unlocking things, it, it can lose its magic because you kind of feel like you have nothing to do because your tribemates have already done it all. Um, I've had a lot of lo hard learning experiences due to this choice. My first base was um, at the base of the mountain. It, I basically built it at the base of a mountain, and I kept having things falling into my base. And it took me, <laughs> I think, three, two to three complete dino wipes before I realized what was going on. Um, and at that point, I ended up having to double stack my beast gates to keep things from jumping off the mountain into my base. Um, so what ended up happening is uh, I built beast gates around my entire area and then I kind of added some rock blocks on top of those to try and build it up a little bit because creatures were still getting in. And then the next thing I know, a, a Gigantopithecus was chasing a spirit wolf and they just fell into my base. And I just got done taming uh, a couple pterodons, a couple fiomas, and a couple dodos because I was rebuilding from the last base wipe I had. And um, the Gigantopithecus fell in and proceeded to destroy all my brand new tames that I'd just gotten. <laughs> oh, no! And since they were all on neutral, they all attacked it as soon as I got hit. Oh my goodness. Um, and that's when I found out I had to add more beast gates on top of the ones I already had. <laughs> so were you able to, to, to double stack them on top of each other then? I had to do it on top of, like, so I'd put the beast gates up, and then I'd have to put a layer of rocks, like um, uh, Fel had said. Okay. I think you could probably do maybe a layer of maybe foundations or something, but I used a layer of rocks, and then put gates on top of that. Okay. But, um... Shortly thereafter, I got attacked by a new enemy, a.k.a. the evil cricket. <laughs> uh, it's funny, too, because the day after I moved after that, um, I came back to where my old spot was, and I had my Fiomas and Dodos, like, they had disappeared after you did that. And then I came back, and they were just laying on the ground. I'm like... Where the hell were these like a day or two ago? <laughs> they were just we in the, like a knocked out phase. Yeah, I know. So after uh, he did what? We should I, say what I, he did. Well, I, go for it, cricket. Let the, him know what you did. The, the, nine years. We the have whole, seven minutes. The whole story. The whole story will come later. But essentially, yeah. I learned the power of that the admin command destroy structures did much more than I expected, and it destroyed every structure that all everybody on the the server had, um, although that were boxes and stuff. Not all, like every. Yeah. Although uh, we we did find that your base materials, your walls, your ceilings, your uh, foundations are not considered structures for that command, but all of your dino gates and wall and doors are. So all those sure, dino bitches. gates that uh, that Blue had just put down to circle his base were all got destroyed. <laughs> but also, more importantly, everybody's. 
you know, so, uh, everybody's oh. storage boxes and crafting stations all got dest- all got yeah. destroyed. And if they were online and realized that they had 15 minutes to get this stuff, but it was, you know, it was early after you know, it was early evening, and you know, there was only one or two people that were on, and so most most people's things unfortunately did get uh, did get wiped. So we're people are moving, you know, based on that or recovering. We are using admin commands as as requested, you know, to bring to bring materials and stuff back. But yeah, it's in all fairness, the game is so easy to restart right. that it yeah. hasn't been a big deal at all. I wasn't even upset. I actually laughed at it because I thought it was the funniest freaking thing. <laughs> just reading the, the thread irony. in Discord was hilarious. You could just hear the panic. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? <laughs> you could just in his text, like you just see the just like a <gasps> fortunately we're so we, over it by now we're like unfazed and also we're fortunately like, we were only are all butthurt but all of us vets were like meh eh. easy come easy go whatever yeah, and, and yeah, fortunately we were only four or five days into the server anyway so it's not like yeah, we had all kinds of end game stuff and most people hadn't you know, hadn't probably didn't even have stuff above crafted primitive gear because you had to go venturing into Kate you know into the dungeons in order to get that stuff so right and when it's a new game this shit can happen regardless like without a cricket the servers can happen the the server images can get corrupted you guys notice those randos never came back (laughs) the ones (laughs) that we banned i don't know there was a couple good ones or okay oh yeah like the beast guy well that's his problem but uh so goon what sword do you have for you for us if you are still awake ding 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 Paging okay. Goon, aisle five. All right, Goon ain't here, so we he might be taking the kids to the pool. I'm not sure, but we'll just save his entry for our next Pixar episode. Sound good? All right, here we go. Let's call. It's closing time. Pack up all those dinos and head out into the real world. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. I don't want to have to log right now. I don't want you to have to log right now. But it's closing time. The rated R is ready to pull the blood. All right. This is last call. Did you have something that you forgot to mention during the show? Say it now. Or wait a week. How about you, Mr. Baloo? I would like to say thank you to Luminin for supplying us with the server away from the official shenanigans. It has been the most stress-free um, adventure we've all had in a while. You're welcome. Yay. We're just doing the unofficial shenanigans. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But we don't get mad at each other. The crew unofficial, because um, we have some of our uh, CRR members that were still playing on the official, and I still log over there like I logged over today and check things out, and we were still good to go. But um, we did have we were robbed. Um, Dolphy's mine. He was having a lot of fun mining, and somebody shimmied down the freaking um, the all elevator, and yeah, and dug in there, and then like robbed all of the things that could not be pinned, which leads us to like shit or get off the pot make us be able to pin everything or not like why are you half doing everything it's just stupid so yeah they went in and rated everything that they wouldn't even have the opportunity to pin so there's really no way around it 
unless they, you know, walled it off and they thought they did, but they found a little crevice, they snuck in and they robbed them. So, you know, more non-player versus environment ridiculousness happening on PvE servers. <laughs> so, um, and I say, hey, you can come and join us in the games we play, the podcast we record, and the Discord server we hang out in at CrossRealmRebellion.com and you can uh, head to the show notes and find out where you can get some show and gaming group merchandise and all that jazz. There's socks and hoodies and t-shirts and coffee mugs and purses or like bags, book bags. And how about you, Mr. Luminin? Uh, Just a shout out to our CRR members. I am going to be hosting some giveaways coming up pretty soon here. I got some pretty uh, adequate (laughs) stuff. Uh, I have a collector's edition of the Ark, uh, the one that came out of the game that's still sealed. I have one of those. I have a, I don't know from where or when I bought the thing, but I have an extra digital copy of the uh, ARC base game through Steam. And uh, I also have, for the Chronicles of Valeria, I have two of the starter base packages for that, which are wow. $45 each. Wow. Crazy! Do you, do you have a geode that looks like a vagina? Uh, and he apparently. also has a geode that looks like a, a vag. So. Three pieces. Three piece vag. I don't even have one of those, so <laughs> I flamer. don't know where that leaves us. But... <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Okay. That leaves us at, okay. it is exactly 2 a.m. You gotta go exactly let Mossy out of the house <laughs> and and cook a sandwich for the dog or something. Yeah, like that. and all something. that stuff. So thank you, everybody. We'll be doing a little bit more Pixar um, if we feel like it. So have a good one. Bye. You can the show by email at readedark at gmail.com Hmm You can tweet the show at Rated Arc on Twitter Uh-oh You can grab our RSS feed Get our show notes and apply to join us in-game at ratedarc.podbean.com That's a wrap. No, it's a sandwich. That was a lot of pent-up bark. (laughs) Goon's back. I know, freaking Goon comes back. Like, Dude, you gotta let us know like in the thing and be like, hey, I'm gone, guys. We didn't even know you were gone. We're talking to you. All that good stuff. Oh, it was one of those times I didn't have time to type. Oh, that's okay. I don't have time to explain explain why I don't have time to explain. Exactly. So, hey, there we go. We knocked out two shows back-to-back. Good job, everybody. I was doing a Miley Cyrus song. What were Breaking you, what? ball? Came in like a breaking ball. Uh, it won't stop. I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> uh, impressive. Won't stop, won't stop, can't stop the beat. You're so crazy. Uh, how long was that last one? Um, I don't know. Let's...